Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Saladcast on uh, Thursday, 16th of September, 2010. Okay, I'm trying that way. As you can tell, we are, for the first time ever, all in one room. In fact, well, not the first time we've all been in the same room ever. No, the first time, <laughs> first time recording this podcast. So I'm going to christen it the All in One Room podcast of Doom. There we go. The, the Doom Room. <laughs> Indeed. What was the what was the room of doom? Well, the room of doom was oh, room. actually, which way round were they? There was this level in Quake Three, wasn't there? Where yeah. one room was the doom room, <laughs> and the one on the other side of it was the room of doom. But it was identical because it mirrored, wasn't it? Because yeah. it was a symmetrical level. It was what was that one called? But it just had a statue of doom in it, didn't it? The, the guy who was called Doom. Yes, it did have a statue of doom in it. Which is, is that the, the doom room? Is that the marine from Doom? Or yes. Whatever? Okay. Who happened to just be called Doom in the game? Oh, right. Doom. <laughs> Doom. It was, yeah. okay, we, it wasn't Doom, he was Doom. <laughs> what, what about Phobos? Wasn't Phobos. That, Phobos. Wasn't that another reskin of the Doom character? Pretty much, so, except it was orange and slightly fucked in the visor. Oh, yeah. Was there a, story a technical that? term for, for visor shimmer? Fucked is... in the visor. <laughs> Lovely. Yes. That was the Doom. Well, we, we hijacked that intro very well there. <laughs> Because there were two ends on that level, wasn't there? There was like the railgun rune at one end, and then the, you had the jump over to the rocket launcher at the other side, over the lava. And in between was the rooms of doom. Or, yes. No, no, the doom room and the, the room, room of doom. doom. Yeah. They, were, they were the connecting zones. You can't talk while you're leaning forwards. That's going to be a problem as well, for typing the... Yeah, we're all crowding around this uh, uh, condenser microphone, and um, previously referred to as the compression microphone. But <laughs> Incorrectly. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, yeah, so hopefully, we've done some sound tests, so hopefully everything should sound good, but, uh. If they don't, fuck it, you'll get stuck with this anyway. Did I ever tell you guys that, like, I was watching Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, is it? And where the one with the map, the Marauder's map, and, and labelled on the Marauder's map somewhere in Hogwarts is the Room of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> in that film. That seems like, that's just standard, you know? Yeah. That's just standard from, the Genki castles or whatever. There's always a room of doom. It had no entrance or exit according to the map that I could tell. Well, naturally. <laughs> you know, theoretically, there'd be fairly normal rooms on there as well. You know, like, presumably they have bathroom <laughs> and classroom yeah. and dragon room. You know, the things we all have. Yeah. And then the only room that's not on there is the room of requirement, isn't it? Because that doesn't appear on the map, does it? Yeah. I presume. Because that's that... only there if you need it. If, like, if you desperately need to pee. Yeah, but surely there must be a fixed place for the room of requirement to appear only if you need it. So, because they always know where to go to find That's the room true. of requirement. It must have a fixed location, yeah. Yeah. Therefore, it has a location. It's just the door is a bit funny. Is no, that true? Be, someone should really look at it. It doesn't have a fixed location because they do all meet at it, don't they? Like, they go to those, uh, DA meetings. For some reason, I heard. Well, <laughs> you you <laughs> thought they were throwing meat at it. <laughs> You know me too well. <laughs> well, since it's a room of requirement, it probably turned itself into a sort of neat gallery for throwing. That's the problem the where I meat. turned verbs into something else, like the word meet, not to meet someone, just to meet. <laughs> <laughs> to meet. Oh dear. What would that verb, what would it mean to actually to, to meet, meet someone? someone? It would be to like give someone or jib. What, what do, that's a point. What, how is that supposed to be pronounced? I think it's supposed to be jib, but as it in, sounds shit. As in so, giblets? Yeah. We talk about like when when you blow up a enemy character, fleshy character in a computer game, like in Quake with a rocket launcher, and they explode into chunks of 
Meat. Flesh and meat, yes. Chunky Gibbs. Gibbs, yeah, we call them Gibbs, but I don't know if it's supposed to be Gibbs. Or as they were well, in, in... There were other references to them being pronounced as Gibbs, weren't they? People I've talked to pronounce it as Jib, but there was that those mods with sound effects that actually said Gib. Oh, what was that called, that um, mod for Quake mod 1? Mod for Quake 1 called Killer 90 That's that it. added the uh, severed head as a <laughs> weapon, which uh, you've chucked into the air... With an impulse command, and then when it found an enemy to home onto, played <laughs> give, give, give. <laughs> that was so cool. And it had the morning star like weapon and stuff. Yes. And uh, what, what did you have to type to get all the weapons? Uh, impulse 9. Impulse 9, yeah. And as I noticed the other day when I was looking into writing scripts for Team Fortress 2, for some reason, one of the commands in the, in, I don't know, the source engine, I guess, is still an impulse command. It's like, to to put, uh, put your spray up is like impulse to own something. <laughs> yeah. Does that one random command? They must have plotted that over because Quake obviously was uh, sorry Half Life was built on the Quake engine, but obviously TF2 is its source, so presumably they just stuck that back in for like old time's sake. I wonder if there's there's probably more in Counter Strike that have impulses. Yeah. Older source engine games. Well, yeah, obviously the original Counter-Strike based on Half-Life probably had tons of old Quake codes in its console. Did they? Like, make more brown. <laughs> they must have had that in the original Quake. Because there's no reason... They don't need a brown filter in the original Quake, it was already brown enough. This is what I mean, in order to make it that brown, they must have had some <laughs> sort of modifier to sort of like... It, it was more so brown it, it, than it, it, you can if, possibly imagine. It's like if they'd had the UI capabilities at the time, it probably would have been like a slider in a menu, where it's like, other like gamma or whatever, you've got brownness. <laughs> brownness. Yes. Yeah. There was the... Uh, well, it wasn't even a sort of, like, actually sort of decrepit-looking brown, was it? It was a bit too rich and, uh, <laughs> you know, pooey. Well, the, kind of but it was meant to be, like, hell or whatever. Yeah, so know, were, they were poo bricks. <laughs> The water texture always looked hilarious, or lava, because it like moved in this like crazy pattern at yeah. all times, didn't it? And it was like a, a morphing pattern, so it always ended up where it was. If you ended up watching it for a while, it's like this, you saw the bits of texture just always come back to the same spot. And you couldn't see through the water, obviously, but it yeah. made it quite... Because it was like green, wasn't it, the water? Yes. Most of the water. I say water, it was like sludge, really, was it? And then you sort of swam down to get the... Uh, it's usually a key or something. It was one of those get the key to unlock the door games, like yeah. the old time games, but it was like this brand new 3D and that was all cool and new. And yet the game design was like, find the blue key to unlock the blue door. Was it was Quake really like that? I thought it was... had keys. Did it have keys? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I thought it more, just had lots of buttons. <laughs> it did yeah. have buttons, yeah, that's true. And random bits of wall that you had to shoot. But like, yeah. how would you know that? <laughs> to unleash a shambler or something. Yeah, as soon as you did anything in that game, it just basically meant more enemies around the corner. <laughs> yes. Or, oh, no, enemy on my face. That's fine. Even, even Serious Sam was slightly more um, relaxed than Quake in places. Which is where it just sort of dumps enemies on your face. And like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about that lot. Now that I know that they're coming, <laughs> I'll reload and do it again and not be in that place. Mm. It did have a cool um, difficulty select there, Quake. Oh, yeah, with the rooms. Yeah. You could select your doom. <laughs> Maybe they were called the doom rooms. Well, it, was, <laughs> it was like it was selecting your difficulty by how difficult it was to get to the start the of the nightmare game. <laughs> Yeah, the nightmare mode you had to like was like a hidden 
section of the level, wasn't it? You had to like climb up inside the rafters to actually get to the portal that took you into the nightmare mode. Yeah. Like, maybe every game. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah, that you had to fall in a certain spot to yeah. land on a walkway to get to the lava door. That was right. <laughs> that was cool. Ah, quake shareware. What happened to shareware? I suppose the internet happened to shareware, didn't it? Is anything still shareware? It's like Dwarf Fortress or something. Shareware. No. no, they're free. They're free with donation. Is usually the yeah. The route now. I suppose it's free public GNU licenses or whatever. That's the model now, isn't it? Yeah. When did Shareware die? Because Quake was ninety six or something, wasn't it? So it was Quake really Shareware. Yeah, Quake one was Shareware. You got the whole first section. Oh, there were like four. What were they called? Episodes. Yeah. And you got the whole thing for free, and then yeah. I'm pretty sure it was shareware. It wasn't a demo that you could get on discs. It was like Quake. And you just had to unlock. I think there was a lot of no, shareware you did have at the to time. Download the, the full version was bigger than the... Yeah. You did have to download more. Well, not download. Not download, but, but get the, the get disc. The disc yeah. yeah. And you had the disc for the original Quake, didn't I you? I did. And, I um... was a good little underage <laughs> game buyer. <laughs> Yeah, you probably shouldn't be buying games like that at the time. I was 18 rated and I was about 12, I don't know, I can't yeah. remember. The... Yeah. Well, I bought Grand Theft Auto when it came out, and that was obviously, that was wait, quite... Wait, wait, did you actually buy yeah. that? I bought it from H&B and Ipswich, ah. and, they, and they, at the time, I think I don't think they un- the staff understood that games could be yeah. rated by the BBFC. So they saw a kid come to the counter with one of those boxes off the shelf because it, it was in a big PC games box. I want this game. And it doesn't look that bad on the front cover of the original GTA because it's just a shot of a police car in a city, isn't it? Like a fish angle lens. Yeah. yeah. Fish le- fish eye lens. And just says Grand Theft Auto. And the, like the DMA logo or whatever, that little like, coloured bloke. Yeah. That looks friendly. From Lemmings <laughs> and or whatever. And it's like, that's friendly. And also like... You might not even know what Grand Theft Auto means if if that game has never come out and you're, and you're English. <laughs> yeah, if you're you might English. not know that it means stealing cars. Uh, so, <laughs> so yeah. Although theft might give it away a bit. <laughs> That's <laughs> true, but it might be about stopping the criminals, mightn't it? You know, it might be like Chase HQ or something. For all you know, <laughs> so yeah, and that. But it did have a big. It was like the first game to have a big eighteen certificate, like the ones that you find on movies in in. In uh, Britain, I can't remember if Quake One was eighteen rated. It might have been. It might have been fifteen, actually. But... Yeah, I don't know. Which w- maybe I would have would have been twelve then when I picked it up because I I wasn't old enough to own it. I know that much. Well, a few years later, I tried to buy Quake Three from Electronics Boutique at Ipswich, and that they wouldn't let me buy it, even though the fifteen rating on it wasn't a proper one. It was a it was a Elspa one or whatever. Oh, right. And they still wouldn't let me buy it. And I was like, I was actually 15. It was like, oh, well, they're making up for the Grand Theft Auto thing. I <laughs> even say, Karma. Because <laughs> my uh, godmother tells like a story that apparently I showed her Grand Theft Auto because I was really excited by the game and stuff. <laughs> and I was I was playing it. and, and But I was um, reading because it had um, all the text it was there was no voice or whatever mm. or it had text like oh you've got to get the go and get get the drugs or it said get the shit and i was like editing it for her mm. so i was reading it for her but i was like obscuring all the drug references yeah. and stuff which she could see on the screen <laughs> it's really funny oh isn't that cute oh. he's, uh, he's mm. shielding the adults from the cruel child <laughs> world of drugs and murder yeah but it's so cartoon the original grand theft auto 
Kill frenzies. <laughs> kill frenzies. You'd never have kill frenzies in a, in GTA 4, would you? It just wouldn't. They dropped them after. I mean, they were in Vice City, weren't they? Which is quite surprising. Rampage. Rampage. They still didn't say it, did they? They sort of made they a Just sound. said Rampage. Boink. Yeah. Are they in the Chinatown Wars, though? I don't I, know. I haven't played that. No. So probably. That's not quite. You can get that for the iPhone, apparently. It's quite okay. good. Yeah. Uh, like a port. Whatever. Well. Well, but it's probably like ten quid or something, you know, which is quite a lot cheaper than um, uh, DS games, which are like thirty-five. Which but yeah. DS games are like proper games. <laughs> yeah, but it is a DS game. It's the it's same a, it's game. It's a port of a DS game, though. That's true, and it's the same with Civ Rev. Like that was free for like a week when we got it. Civilization Revolution. Thanks to the good fellows at Free App a Day. Is that how we found it out? I can't remember. Yeah, well, I don't know how you found how you found it out because you're the yeah. one that told me. But it, I noticed on the post it said, uh, "Courtesy of Fad." And I was like, what the hell does FAD mean? It turns out it means free app a day. So there's a a free app a day app, which you can download. Oh, it's an app. And there's an app (laughs) for that, yeah. And it will tell you which apps are free today, which aren't normally free, except for the occasional one that is always free, and they just, you know, telling you, because it's free! (laughs) And they're promoting it. A day. I don't know. Free. It seems like if I wanted to go and buy a brand new copy of Spirit Tracks, Zelda Spirit Tracks, I'm really put off by it being 35 quid. It was like 25. <laughs> That's because you're worried it's not good enough. No, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm sure it's good. It's just it's a mobile game. You know, I think this App Store business of games costing £1.79 might have an effect on people like Nintendo. They, they're yet to really make any games that are of epic size, aren't they? The ones yeah, that are it's true. big are still come up around, you know, like... <clears throat> The Assassin's Creed game, or whatever, is still about seven quid, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know, in terms of value, like Plants vs. Zombies, that must have been about 350 or something. And that's quite long. But they're making that for DS now, apparently, with added content. But they'll charge 35 for that when that comes out. I was about to say, because Plants vs. Zombies has been, has, has that been out on Xbox for a while? Because having noticed the thing on them. Um... No, it's new on Xbox Live Arcade. Ah. Yeah, it's PC, obviously, and um, then uh, iPhone later, because uh, so, I got it when it came out on iPhone, and that was after Peggle, so, um, and yeah, they're porting it to DS. Woo! <laughs> and with that woo, shall we vaguely move back onto the initial topic of, like, why we're all here, like, why you can hide here typing? <laughs> oh, it turns out Dan wasn't in Scotland. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was with my granddad, so that was that was all. We got that bit right. I uh, got that part right. Yeah, I was in. Um, uh, where the hell was I? <laughs> <laughs> I was in Winchester. You might as well have been in Scotland. Oh, the Cotswolds. That's the place. Yeah, I don't know. Well, as, as Zach pointed out, it's sort of possibly an anagram of Scotland. If if you you could make Scotwold, <laughs> Cotswolds in Scotland, Scotwold, <laughs> or Scot Scotload. <laughs> 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 Courtesy of uh, Rob's girlfriend Naomi. Who <laughs> <laughs> casually snuck in here? I don't know. I forgot that she left the radio on her laptop. <laughs> That's fine. Stay no trouble. This is the problem with not having a proper studio and uh, assuming or, that they. Or, uh, 
Or alternatively, choosing to just do this in the living room instead of one of the other empty rooms of your house. Yeah, but what other rooms in my house have chairs? No, that yeah. is the problem. This is the closest we're going to get comfortably to the microphone, I think. We'll, we'll introduce Naomi later for embarrassment bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> As if this wasn't bad enough. As if her very first bit of uh, contribution to the podcast was to introduce some music which we won't be able to license or figure out what it was. Or <laughs> we'll have to bleep it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Don't be silly. It was like two oh, seconds yeah. of like garbled it's, it's like if it's less than 30 seconds, it's okay, isn't it? That's, Is that that's, true? That's something of the rule or something in music. I don't know. They've got this thing on YouTube where you can uh, like, it's got an automatic service, doesn't it, when you upload a video to like replace whatever music is on there with um, uh, open, no, what's it called? Um domain public domain music that they own huh. whatever so if you need music to go over your video to fill in some audio because it's just you can just automatically pipe it in <laughs> oi youtube give me some some music yeah <laughs> it'll do that yeah so basically all this public domain music is basically going to be elevator tunes probably <laughs> i don't know i haven't actually tried it you know terrible hold music i got um we, we're having this conversation in amsterdam and uh, the the music they sometimes play in the hotel bar is the same music that they use on the Xbox Live customer services hold. <laughs> <laughs> How did you recognise it? You I've read... been on Xbox yeah. Live customer services enough to know what the fucking music is. How many times have you red ringed? Five or six. Five, five or six. We don't even know anymore. <laughs> no, I've lost count. It's been back to. The, I know it's been back to the shop one more time than it should have been because of that one time they sent it back broken. But we've talked about this before. Yes. And okay. we've just gone off shopping again. Back to the Cotswolds. Oh. <laughs> as we were you want to know? <laughs> I, yes, I had to yeah, Tell us about this mysterious land we know nothing about and get confused for Scotland. <laughs> well, it was actually hillier than I expected. So <laughs> it's more like Scotland. I was basically over this place called Cleve Hill um, between Cheltenham and where, where my granddad was, which is actually quite a big hill. Surprising for the like middle of England. <laughs> really? I don't know. But not quite... Scottish was it, was there another mountains. large hill next to it? So there was Cleve Hill and Cleve Land or something. And, <laughs> and then in the middle, was there a street called Cleavage? Cleavage, yeah. Well, I presume it was something to do with the, the Cleave as a word, probably meant the valley, probably. So that's probably where the word Cleavage comes from. But it's a, I guess so. It's a technical term in, like, you know, geology. The cleavage of rock yeah. is, like, yeah, how it breaks. <laughs> Bum rocks. <laughs> Oh, but you were thinking, <laughs> I like how you think automatically of like the bum kind of cleavage first <laughs> over the other more, more conspicuous kind. I, don't know, I think a rock is more likely to look like an arse than it <laughs> to look like, a, like, a, like an excellent pair of boobies. That's probably true. Okay. So, yeah, the town is surrounded <laughs> by a few different hills. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like some kind of rock boob with sedimentary breasts or igneous boobs. <laughs> Metamorphic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, metamorphic boobs with the power to transform into the other kind of cleavage. I'm sorry, into the other kind. <laughs> That's why they're metamorphic. Chest part. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I think we've lost Dad in the in the landing. In the crevice. <laughs> crevice. He's escaped from the cleavage, apparently. <laughs> in the cotsolds. Yes, the cotsold I have. cleavage. <laughs> I have managed to return. Although I still haven't had access to my Xbox, etc. So I still haven't managed to play very many games. Because I did go back up home for like a couple of days or something. 
Um, basically, the reason I had to go to my granddad's is because my dad's not feeling very well, so um, he had to borrow my bed, basically. So I'm now, so that he can keep borrowing my bed, I've come to visit Rob down here in Suffolk. Hello. Yes, <laughs> I'm staying. This is Rob, to your left. Yes. <laughs> to my left, which you won't be able to tell on the stereo field, because this is all mono really... this time around, because we're all from one microphone. I wonder if we could get two microphones and record it at the same time. We wonder if like cheap PC technology will allow that. Well, you, you could use your classic plan of having like three computers on, <laughs> each recording on a different mic. Well, yeah, I did contemplate that. If I couldn't, if I couldn't acquire the condenser mic. I have to be careful how I say that every time because I've been incorrectly <laughs> calling it a compression mic for six months. And uh, yeah, if, we, if I would like to, uh, if I didn't have that, we could all use a headset each and a machine each to theoretically record in different locations to, in the house. It would be dumb. Mm. Well, what you really need is a proper like radio <coughs> where you have like an audio interface and then everyone has a pair of earphones so they can hear themselves and everyone else like like in a radio studio. Yeah. Yeah, and each have their own microphone, ideally, or maybe two sharing a condenser in a yeah. in the two directional way, like me and Rob did it before. Yeah, the two directional setting on box files. So anyway, computer games—that's <laughs> what this podcast is about, actually. We still believe it or not. We just about managed to explain why you're here just now. Yes, so I'm here, and uh, next time I will be back, and I'll have all my stuff, as I've said about fifteen times. <laughs> yeah, and I will be able to play some games and uh, talk about them. First among which will probably be Halo Reach, or it might be uh, Civ Five. I don't know. We don't know. We really don't know. They're all coming out, so exciting times to come. Yeah, not on this podcast. But for now, uh, shall I start asking the question? <laughs> uh, yes. We didn't do introductions because we got distracted, but I guess that doesn't matter at this point. Didn't we? I usually do that. No, we didn't. We pretty much jumped straight <laughs> into... You said, hello, this is the podcast, this is the date... And then here, I are my, here are my cohorts. Interruption. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you started talking before I'd even finished saying the date, so I got. Yes, joining me today, <laughs> Rob again. Joining you today, choking. Dan, I'm your host, Dan Train. This is Robert Kemp, uh, Zachary Burgess, and Naomi James. Oh, what? We're live. How <laughs> you think you started recording? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, this, this hasn't been much different to our conversation in general over the past two, well, that's, couple of days. Well, that's how it's going to be in with an all-in-one room recording. That's it's going true. to be a lot more like normal conversation. I better get a beer then. Beer? <laughs> Anyone? Because every time we have a podcast, you have a beer. It's pretty much the rule. Except today, where I've got summer fruit squash. <laughs> <laughs> summer fruit squash for everyone. And, uh... <laughs> ah, no, we, no. We, we now have... Deaf waitresses, that's awesome. Deaf waitresses? <laughs> you know, because deaf waitresses would be mute. mute. Okay. mute. Well, you know, <laughs> right. deaf people tend to be mute as well. Sometimes. I was thinking about that word, <laughs> mute. Is that, is that like, because we use that, like, to mute things, is to cut the sound to things, but people who are mute are, like, disabled, so isn't that a bit... <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is mute, basically, like... Disabled racism, whatever the word is for that. <laughs> Disabled is. Prejudice in some form, anyway. Discrimination. Oh, now Rob does have a beer. I do, I do oh. indeed have a beer. Pour Thank it into the summer fruits. What if I've got... No. <laughs> you were tempted. If it was a beer in black, that might work. But... A what? A beer in black. 
It's like oh. we have beer and blackcurrant. Yeah, but that's not a snake bite, isn't it? Well, no, you need like cider, I think, and other stuff to make a snake bite. Oh, it's not true, just beer. Beer cider. Oh, okay, just beer cider and blackcurrant. I'm told, but not just beer. Beer and black isn't snake bite. Isn't it? It's mm-hmm. You have to combine the two. Ah. <sighs> Enthusiasm. Oh, yeah. Anyway, oh, yeah, and the other thing I wanted to mention is that um, Dan picked me up on this. I I, I don't condone piracy. Don't not. (laughs) And we don't endorse it either. Not one or the other. (laughs) Did I get that right? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) What he said was deliberately confusing. I'm saying he pointed to that, (laughs) which you won't be able to hear. But, yes. And we've just sort of... Is, was that like, that was the apologies column? Yeah, oh, We fucked up. Because, yeah, last week you corrected Except... me on saying I don't, con- I, I said I don't contone, condone piracy. And you said, no, that's not right. Surely you mean you don't endorse piracy. Oh, no, yes, 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 yes sorry. We condone piracy. <laughs> yeah. I don't think you said that, though, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, he didn't quite go as far as that essentially saying he condones piracy. But... So we really just said the same thing twice. Yeah, just, just in case people got very confused. And, I think... and I've gone out and downloaded everything off the backs of our... Just in to... case some grammar Nazis on the internet want to complain. Yeah, that's more like there. Although it's not really grammar, I guess. It's just, well... Fazorous Nazis. <laughs> I think the problem is people getting confused between the word condone and the word condemn, because they have almost the same letters. Condone. <laughs> condone. Condone. <laughs> we, we condone piracy. There you go. The word's a condome. It's like a mysteriously... <laughs> <laughs> it's a dome that doesn't actually exist, because it's a card. It's a card, yeah. <laughs> Either that, or it's a massive sterilisation dome. But... <laughs> When once you're inside, I knew you were going to end up going to that definition. Yeah, condom. Of course. Moving on. Condomiums. <laughs> condomiums. So we'll explain that, that, that one. That's, that's a story in itself. That's because we didn't understand what a condominium was in SimCity 2000. Cause we were... And because we can't read words, apparently. <laughs> yeah, even though it, it's clearly spelled out, condominium. Well, I've done that, like, you know... Several times since then, like you know, yes, I know. You know the Terry Pratchett books, like Discworld. Yeah, the main character, that the wizard guy. Yeah, he's called Rincewind. Right, but for so long as I read those books, I just read Ricewind. It's like I missed that <laughs> in out totally. And then, like in like in one of the stories, someone was like spelling out the the pronunciation. I was like, what? Oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> Because you still you still you still say Calvin and Hobbes, don't you? Because that's clearly better than Hobbes. But Hobbes was a philosopher, wasn't he? Like from because so was Calvin. Yeah, they, unless, like, unless he was like Greek or something, and was actually Hobbes. I'm pretty sure he wasn't Greek. I think it was German or something. Oh, because Cal- Hobbes. Because that's not very Greek sounding name. Yeah, Hobbes. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Calvin and Hobbes for years and years. That was clearly superior. Oh dear. I'm sure there were some other words we used to get horribly wrong by just missing a few letters and saying it stupidly. Like most of America. But uh... <laughs> You just had to get your regularly scheduled racism in there. It's not racism, it's... Countryism. <laughs> Xenophobia. Oh yeah, that's the word, wasn't it? <laughs> it's not really phobia, though. It's not that you're afraid of It's not like of I'm Americans, afraid of Americans, yeah. no. They just mm-hmm. got a few things wrong. You just condone them. <laughs> oh, no, wait. <laughs> I don't condemn them either. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm apathetic to the Americans, except for their grammar. Aluminum bitches. <laughs> not, not grammar. 
That's not grammar. No. <laughs> the pronunciation of the word, isn't it? Really? No, it's actually a whole spelling and shit like that. They actually spell a little And they spell wrong. it wrong, yeah. They, they miss out the eye, don't and they? And colour. Okay, admittedly, they still say colour, but, you know, that's well, lazy. Well, colour's really annoying because if you're working with uh, CSS, cascading style sheets, then you have to type colour all the time. Wrong. Because, of course, it's wrong. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I have bits of code where I've written classes that end in colour and I've written it in the English spelling so now I've confused myself when I'm swatching, switching, swatching, switching, <laughs> we're, switching, we're switching, swatching. between my code and library code because library code is more likely to be American. Yeah, library code. You just have to write that. another bit of code that goes through your code and replaces it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The use. Find, replace, Americanize. <laughs> we should just have a, an English, English, Englishifier. <laughs> For all the standard libraries. <laughs> well, we're playing... Actually, I'm going to try and steer this back on topic slightly. <laughs> oh, my God. We were playing Uncharted 2 earlier because Dan hadn't yet seen it yet. No. So I was giving him a demonstration. Oh, and there was that one moment where the subtitles decided to Americanize the English person. Well, one of the English characters. Where Chloe says, asses. And yet the subtitles found it necessary to say, asses. <laughs> I think it's all right. Because it's not at, correct. Le- at least she actually said asses instead of forcedly saying, because probably said asses in the script, and that's probably what they copied down um, uh, for the subtitles. Mm, probably. Her performance, she was like, no, I'm British, I'm going to say ass. <laughs> it's like most Brits don't say ass except me, because, you know, there's something funny about the ah sound. Ah. <laughs> it's like the occasional, when I talk about grass, I occasionally just refer to it as grass because it sounds better. Or not better. Or northern. Weirder. It sounds northern, yeah. Grass <laughs> or bath. Or... Oh, lever. Yeah. Gnome's I, I, just picked up that I, I say lever rather than lever. Um, you what? Lever. Oh, lever. Oh, that is American. And Oh, and I got caught saying sidewalk the other day. Oh, my God. It's like, where the fuck did that come from? How, where did, I don't actually sort of have any exposure to the word sidewalk, I don't think. You played Grand Theft Auto, didn't you? When do they talk about the sidewalk in Grand Theft Auto? Any of the Grand Theft Auto games, they probably get to say sidewalk at some point. They're driving cars around a lot and maybe, you know, running people over. Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe there was like some, you know, some of the cop radios. It's like, dude was shot on sidewalk. Because that's (laughs) Because that's a very specific location. (laughs) Dude was shot on sidewalk. (laughs) These are are very um, relaxed cops. cops. (laughs) Dude. Well, oh, well that, so that's not even their description of the person who got shot. That's just them saying, "Dude, <laughs> shot <on> sidewalk." <laughs> but they were all developed in Scotland, so <laughs> dude, it's kind of ironic, really, isn't it? Someone shot on the sidewalk. Dude. That, that nearly worked. Was that supposed to be Scottish? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry, just for clarification there. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a Scottish person saying I in German. It's a Jewish Scot. Jewish, Jewish. Oi, because they talk about oi and hell in every word. Okay, back to the racism. <laughs> what the hell? Okay, um, <laughs> Zach, what have you been playing this week? You, you weren't going to ask Rob after all. No, I've decided against it. <laughs> Um, well, I was kicking in fast. Oh, yeah. Apparently. Um, well, I guess I can, I have actually played a new game. 
Oh. But maybe not one I can talk very long about. Ah, yes, I'm aware of this game, or having not seen any of it in action, but I'm aware of it through <laughs> the power of Zack's voice. You're aware of the name, because it comes up on your Steam. Yes. This morning, when you were playing Team Fortress, or someone was. For like five minutes. Yeah. Oh, really? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, I've been playing that weird racketeer game, which I assume is how you're meant to pronounce it, because it's a stupid pun oh, yeah, on okay. the word racketeer. Oh, so it's not that you've read the word and said it in no. <laughs> without oh, it's, it's, it specifically says it, but that means but if you because because it's the name of the okay I might need to explain this slightly more than just saying the name of the game but it's a game where basically it's a weird Japanese indie game which was re- released in two thousand and seven and has now just suddenly appeared on Steam because I know they want money <laughs> and right. it seems to be working for them because people are buying it. But yeah, it's this weird game where you're basically a small girl who gets lumbered with a shit ton of debt from her dad who was an adventurer who mysteriously, air quotes, <laughs> disappeared fighting a dragon on top of a volcano. Mysteriously. Okay. Yeah, what's so mysterious about that? Mysteriously disappeared whilst fighting a dragon. Do you think he could have been, like, you know, killed or eaten and shit? Yeah, it's the best thing. It's like, in the, literally in the story, the, like... They show you, it's like, he mysteriously disappeared. Here's a file photo, and it shows him standing on the edge of a volcano fighting a dragon. It's like, I wonder what happened. <laughs> well, actually, on the edge of a volcano, lots of things are going to happen there. Yeah, exactly. Like, was he eaten? Was he burned by the dragon? <laughs> was he burned by the lava? Did he fall in the lava? Did the lava burn him? And then he fell into the Did lava. Did a random bit Wait. of lava just fall from the sky, irrelevant of the fight? <laughs> <laughs> Making it a rubber but large insurance nightmare. And what happened to the photographer who took the file photo? Yeah, exactly. Did he miss the end of the fight, or was he like he was just turned around? And like, oh, <laughs> he's gone. Like, <laughs> he's just oh, like yeah, he's disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the photo, he just got bored. You know, needed a pee or something. <laughs> came back. was like, oh, oh, well, that's 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 disappointing. It's not very dedicated journalism, though. Is so it? anyway, maybe the dragon <laughs> disappeared as well. Maybe they both disappeared, and they're somewhere trapped in limbo mode. They're now good friends. Well, maybe we're going to find out at the end of the game. I don't know. He'll be alive, and the dragon will be... Like Dead. A... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. You'll probably have to kill the dragon, and he'll be... I don't know, you're, you won't be killing the dragon, because, as I said, you're a small girl who gets lumbered with this debt, and then you have to run an item shop. So it's like the inversion of the normal oh. adventurers selling shit to item shop. You're the item shop, and you can sell shit to the adventurers. I see. And, um, shit, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, I remember the names. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, but... So this girl that opens this item shop and it combines her name and then the name of the fairy collection agent who's trying to get back this debt. So it's Racketeer, because it sounds like Racketeer as they make this stupid pun. But that means the girl's name is Riquette, which is a weird name for a start. Riquette? Riquette. It's like R-E-C-E-T-T-E. Riquette. (laughs) It sounds like like Roxette or something that it would be like. A, yeah. yeah, or Raquel is the closest Ra- actual Raquel. name I can think. It's, of. it's one of those things where maybe you think maybe it worked better in Japanese, like the pun of the name being similar to a word that means racketeer or whatever. Right, just like the translations of um, asterisk or whatever, where they all the all the names are puns in French, <laughs> and then they have to come up with new puns for English. Yeah. Sometimes they're worse, and sometimes they're actually better. But. Despite that Vital weird bit of sort of... <laughs> yeah. Get effects, my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> Despite that sort of weird bit of... Ma- like, that makes you think about the translation a bit, but then it seems like they've done a pretty good job with the other translation. It's like they make quite a lot of almost funny dialogue, where it's like weird sort of puns and... 
you know, it's like you talk to the guild master in the in the I don't know shop guild place, and he's like, "Oh, the adventurers—they're all going into dungeons to look for fat loot, as they call it." <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> a very English joke. Yeah, they actually refer to it as fat gear. Yeah. Well, that, that reminds me of the um, translation, presumably in uh, um, Mario Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, where the birds are talking about the fat pipes. <laughs> that must yeah. all be in translation from Japanese, unless they wrote those bits specifically. I don't know, but then, but, I mean, that's like Nintendo. That's got a more severe localization effort, I guess. That's true. Who who did the localization of this Japanese game? No idea. I assume they did, because it seems to only be credited as one tiny company hmm. that brought this 2007 <laughs> game up suddenly. And we've got a nice smell here because of burning cooking. That's why I mentioned that. Here we're, in the studio. We're mildly distracted because, um, once again, this is a rather embarrassing intro for Naomi, um, who making her presence felt twice so far. Once by interrupting us with music, and second by burning a cake in the business. <laughs> <laughs> she was distracted by our hilarious conversation. She was just special effects here. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, oh, that's actually fairly relevant. She's making Scott Pilgrim avatars if you didn't pick that up. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that's well. going to be difficult if you have to repeat everything just in case they don't hear. Oh, she might have to get closer to the mic when it's time for her section. So, rep- she's going to have a section there where she likes it or not. <laughs> we'll just leave and then she can carry on talking to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of a ditz. Kind of a ditz, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is the whole game selling shit no it's actually really kind of weird you were like you obviously mainly what you do well not mainly half the game is like you go to other places in town buy shit cheap and then sell it expensive obviously because that's trading or you get or people who come to the shop sell you crap and then you sell it back to other people or whatever Right. It's it's not very complicated in terms of trading and as I mentioned to Rob because we were discussing like how you would do bartering in a game. <laughs> in this game, it's like, here's your initial base price, send it to 130%, which is about what people will accept, and if they don't send it, go down. <laughs> it's like adding salt to the chips in theme parts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or adding extra sugar to the Coke so they come back and buy more Coke because they're still thirsty. Yeah. Yeah, that sort of thing. But for RPG adventurers. Yeah, so you... Wasn't there sliders for how cold the ice cream was? Yeah. yeah. Something ridiculous that, well, cold enough so it doesn't melt. (laughs) So can you, like, discount a bow but, like, mark up the arrows and stuff like that? (laughs) I don't think it's quite that complicated. Although you do, like, the other half of the game is, like, you basically hire adventurers to go into dungeons and then you get all those items that they find for free. So it's like you hire their services oh, to and they give find you the new items. Oh, I see. So you, that's basically, that's the actual game part of the game, basically, where you like walk around in a randomly generated dungeon and stab things. <laughs> oh, so you go with them? Yeah, well, you do, but you, you just follow them around like a trail. You're invisible. You're protected by some mysterious So force. the dungeons are in the game, they're not unseen. No, and you get yeah. to see people you hire doing the dungeons. Yeah, you, you, just you control walk. them and just like... You control them. Yeah, you control the hero guy as he wanders around and stabs things. That's oh, the game part of oh, the game. Oh, I see. Basically. So it is like a traditional RPG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> except you're weirdly on both sides of the equation. And even though, because we, as me and Rob said before, where we were like, 
oh, you sell all this crap, you're, you're an adventurer, and then you sell all this crap to the shopkeepers. Where do they keep it all? Or where do the, how do they make profit or whatever? But now when you flip it around and you're, you're playing as the shopkeeper, yeah. it still doesn't make any sense because it's like, why do these people in town keep coming into my shop and just buying random swords? Why does this old dude, like, want a sword every day? <laughs> That's so funny. Do you not get, like, new adventures coming that keep getting eaten by dragons and every time they, they appear, See, that they would be ma- That would make sense. That would be, like, actual, you know... Maybe all the shit you find in the nearby dungeons are just really awful and, like, made of, like... Wood or something and rotten break within <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe there's just like a whole load of like goblin thieves or something, and everyone in town constantly gets their stuff nicked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I mean, a crime economy from the goblins. I mean, how how do these minions underground like arm themselves anyway? <laughs> well, we know that from the other inversion of the RPG genre, which was of course the original Dungeon Keeper. <laughs> we know how they build dungeons and how the other side from the adventurous works, don't we? We know how the evil side works. Your dungeons are set. <laughs> it's because they mine the gold Angry minions stuff, can't play marbles. Yeah. <laughs> angry minions cannot play marbles. Micro piglets stock your dungeon. Beware. <laughs> well, if only they'd made Dungeon Keeper 3. Your dungeon floor is lumpy. Make some minions jump up and down. Wasn't there something... Um... Well, some news fairly recently about another potential sort of dungeon keeper style. Oh yeah, I think I told you game. that, didn't I? Yeah, it was like they, there's basically a a like fake dungeon keeper remake where, in the same vein of as, as that XCOM remake, where they were doing the turn based shooting, shooty, you know, map based combat thing, apart oh. from again without any of the licensing or whatever. So it wasn't as good, obviously. Mm. And then this is just basically that, except for Dungeon Keeper. <laughs> Where it's just like, it's going to be Dungeon Keeper, but probably not as good. So you might as well just play the original that you still have. Providing it works. Yeah. I haven't tried that on 7. Dungeon Keeper 2? Yeah. That one probably will. Don't know about original Dungeon Keeper, that's probably a bit too old at this point. Is Dungeon Keeper 2 better than Dungeon Keeper 1? If you were to play it today, because nowadays the difference in graphics doesn't really matter. <laughs> I think it was mildly harder. It was yeah. pretty hard. That Well... I say that, but I still got through it in the end. But you had... There was there was one level that I got stuck on originally, like the first time I played Dungeon Keeper 2. I got stuck on, like, level 6. And I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh, fuck this. Never doing this again. So I never bothered. Old games were a bit like that, weren't they? You could, like, a lot of early strategy games. I say early, but, you know, that sort of golden era of PC gaming were really annoying because they'd, they'd limit you to getting to a certain point. <coughs> And then become really bloody difficult suddenly, and then you wouldn't be able to get past them. Like, yeah. Well, for me, that happened in Command and Conquer really bloody early <laughs> on. And, uh, or like so Total Annihilation. Pissed. So I got a bit pissed off with that game. So it's like, oh, I'm a bit stuck now, and it's like, I can't actually get back. It was like Total Annihilation. Solved it. Then... On one of those, I had one of those as well. Where it's like, I only got to like level six on arm or whatever on the arm campaign, and then got stuck because it was a slightly harder mission suddenly. But oh. yeah, this mission in Dungeon Keeper was. Quite a bastard, actually, because you. It was. It was mainly because it was one of those classic where it's like cash limited, so you you only had a very small amount of gold to work with, and you had to exploit it to the maximum to trade your creatures up, and then you had to use the like first person possession yeah. thing yeah. in order to actually do some combat because you couldn't afford to risk losing creatures or whatever. That was quite annoying, but I did eventually complete that. Although, to be honest, towards the end of Dungeon Keeper 2, it started getting to the stage where it's like you learn the cheap tricks to just make things easier. Where it's like, <laughs> I can't remember, there was something really stupid in the last, the last mission where there's like these 
big ass enemies you have to defeat or something. And I was like, I'm not going to fight them directly, creatures. I'm just going to cheap out and use this stupid tactic I discovered with weird combinations of spells and shit <laughs> to jet them. Even though all my creatures were at like level ten, and I had hundreds of them or whatever. Yeah. Or the or the ever classic tactic in Dungeon Keeper of just like building a massive corridor full of traps <laughs> and then just like mirrors <laughs> <Yeah>. in, <laughs> come this way, <laughs> funneling them down the tunnels. Yeah. Yeah. Although that was harder to do in Dungeon Keeper too, because most of the heroes would just tunnel randomly. Oh yeah. Which was actually a bastard, because they can break your walls in Dungeon Keeper 2, whereas in Dungeon Keeper 1, your walls were invincible. So if you left one square that was just regular soil, they'd always have to come in there. <laughs> yeah, so you could bottleneck them however you liked in the first game. Combined, you had natural dirt to work with, which is obviously you didn't, because they thought of that. I can't believe it, even that first game had the first-person possession thing, but of course it looked really, really crap. 2D sprites! Yeah, it was like... Yeah, because all the... Uh... The homes that the creatures lived in were, were sprites as well. So they rotated as you walked around them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always facing you. And they, did the, was the perspective wrong as well? From Because obviously the sprite was designed for top down and the sprite didn't change for... No, it did no, change. No, it did change. It did change, They had a, yeah. a side-on sprite. They had their own They were still terrible. <laughs> yeah, and super pixely. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine what that would have to look like if they made a Dungeon Keeper today? It would have to be up to scratch so that when you went into the first-person mode, it looked like a... Yeah, but that would really be a problem. These days, yeah. That'd be most most RTSs have now got the zoom into nearly FPS level. That's uh, true. Really damn well. World in Conflict and stuff like that. Yeah, Company of Heroes was pretty good as well. Yeah, and Company of Heroes. They're, they're, they're making all... that free. Do you know that? What, Company Multi- of Heroes? Yeah, free multiplayer. Wow. Yeah. That's that's worth shouting about. It's called Company of Heroes Online. Company of Heroes now free. Yeah. Worth shouting about. Conflict. <laughs> also, one of the de- one of the developers was killed in a car crash the other day. Oh, so fairly a bit of a dedication, I guess. Yeah. But he was like a hero or something because he had his wife and child or something in the seat, and he swerved in such a way that he got killed and they got saved, <laughs> which was kind of cool. Wow. Yeah, hardcore cool, that guy. <laughs> yeah. That may be a tall tale though. Maybe it's hard to deal with car crashes. Yeah, you never know. They may have made it up to make his name sound cooler. But anyway, it's it very sad. Yeah, it's sad. Anyway, but yeah. uh, I hope Company of Heroes does well uh, again. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, it deserves to. It was a really good game when it first came. I didn't really play that much of the um, expansion. Was it an expansion? There was an expansion. Yeah, I yeah. think there was two, wasn't there? Hmm. Maybe I'm wrong on that, I but know. I thought there, I thought there have been a couple of. Alternative. <laughs> the only trouble is, I always remember just Dawn of War expansions because it's basically yeah. the same game. Well, they have whole new like races, don't they, or whatever. Whereas you can't do that with World War Two. No. <laughs> Although they did, didn't they? They had the British or something. Yeah, didn't they? Which was like the new race or whatever. Or battle Jews. They could introduce those. Like they what? fight, they fight back and win and win. Battle, battle <laughs> Jews. Wrong. <laughs> they, they could. Maybe that would be an alternate history style where they. Uh... <laughs> Gas Nazis instead. It'd be like Red Alert, except uh, I know Blue Alert because it's not red because the red is Soviets, obviously. It'd be Yellow Alert, Star. Of... No, it's no, blue. blue it's yeah, it's blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alternate histories, or maybe the um, the the Nazis are, are actually the. the... The good guys somehow <laughs> in one of these alternate history games, and we don't really know why. And the UN is actually just, uh, well, well you know, allied forces, I guess, uh, are actually planning to 
break through all across the country to get to India or something and cause nasty stuff over there. Maybe they like don't like Indians for some reason in the same way the Nazis don't like Jews. I don't know. I want to look crazy histories. You could actually make quite a cool like company of heroes game based on the wars that Israel has fought against people around it during the twentieth century, like you know the Yom Kippur War and the the, um, yeah. the Seven Days War. You know a lot that of could people still consider that too recent though. But you should see um, Medal of Honor, the new one. It's like Afghanistan, yeah. like this year or whatever. I mean, the Call of Duty have sort of got away with it because it's all fictional. Mm. It's not based on any particular real conflict. But but this Medal of Honor is going pretty much full out on yeah. the Afghanistan thing. Wasn't there uh, another game fairly recently that was canned because the controversy, because it was based on a... Oh, Six Days in Fallujah or yeah. whatever, yeah. I don't know. That might still come out. I don't know. Yeah, it didn't look that good anyway. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, no. I don't know. Like, <laughs> there's American spelling again going on. But Rob's writing down the tag list, and of course, honor medal of, medal of honor is spelt wrong because it's oh no, wait, yeah, no the American in, one doesn't have a U, doesn't it? No U in honor. <laughs> Fail. We gave you English. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. We didn't really give them English, they just took it with them. We gave them it. <laughs> it was, they it was, stole it when they yeah. left the bastards. Yeah, they didn't have to take it with them. They could have just made up an entirely new language. Yeah. <laughs> American. <laughs> On the spot. <laughs> yeah, no, they could have just learned the native Indian. Native American. Except yeah. they all spoke English, apparently. Did they? What, when they got there? Yeah, because the various other people had crossed... Before the actual pilgrims did. Interesting. Yeah, he was chief white in that. Maybe they should put language in as a, like a feature in civilization instead of religion or something. You can <laughs> but that would be really difficult then because then you, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to do any diplomacy in the early game because you wouldn't be able to understand each other. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you'd need interpreters and. Maybe that's what science. Maybe that's a tech. The 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 tech of we care about other people's languages tech. Well, I guess that's just the writing tech, really, isn't yeah, it? Because as soon as you can write it down, then you can directly translate word for word, so then you can learn the other language. Chubadanaya. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> What's that language called from Star Wars? I think it's Huttese, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Huttese. So Hatties and then Klingon, of course, in Star Trek. Kapla! And all that. Um, but Hatties is like, why would that be? How? Why is that like language of the huts or whatever? Yeah, why is that propagated? <laughs> why is that spoken? I suppose in Tatooine it makes sense because they control Tatooine, don't they, the huts? So it makes sense sort why of. they all speak it there. Well, they do, don't they? That's one of the lines in Star Wars Episode 1. Well, yeah, but that's just like, he's just saying that. It's not necessarily... Yeah. He could just be bigging up himself. Who? Jabba? Yeah. I own this planet. No, no, you really don't. You, you know, it's just, it's just waxing lyrical. It's like, like black rappers. You know, it's just like, I own you. <laughs> I'm not sure they actually say that, but you know, they always say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <sighs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's, 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 it's like no, anyone who says your mind, bitch. It's kind of that sort of thing. 
Yeah, that's what the huts say about We're mine, bitches. And everyone's like, no. So anyway, language is. Yeah. <laughs> Duncan Bannatide just turns up and goes, I ordered you. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What the hell? Uh... So, <laughs> Call of Duty Black Ops is going out soon. I honestly don't really care. I don't know. I, I kind of like the idea of it more than Modern Warfare 2, which I still haven't bought or played through in single player. So I just thought it looked a bit too stupid. But I don't know if this one will be less stupid. I get the feeling it will be more stupid. <laughs> but it's Black Ops, that's yeah. going to be inherently more stupid, surely. Well, I don't know, because it's like, it's got to take place within the past or whatever, so it's got to have things that, not necessarily things that actually happened, but at least within the framework of wars that actually happened, rather than Russia invaded the United States or whatever. Ukraine, I think. Yeah. With nukes. Yeah. Seems unlikely. So, because that, that, that and Medal of Honor are coming out, so it'll be a big modern warfare basically fight without modern warfare it at Christmas I don't think people will care enough about either of those really if it's not Call of Duty no one cares any longer well, Black Ops is Call of Duty technically it's just the Treyarch version rather than the <coughs> Infinity Ward and since Infinity Ward seemed to have gone a bit well the people have left it and stuff haven't they well was it Infinity Ward that were involved with Codemasters in a sort of poaching fight or was it Activision in general? Mm, <laughs> no idea. Don't know. I don't know. I, I seem to remember Codemasters are suing Activision for nicking their staff members. Mm. Somehow. Can, is there a technical legality to all this? And that, you know, if they like. I suppose unless they're breaching their contracts, if they have a contract like that, then surely it's totally legal to go. Hey, do you want to work for us? We've got a much better deal. Sweet. I love that. Surely that's legal. We don't know what kind of contracts they have. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're mine, bitches. <laughs> of, of course. <laughs> what? I own you. This is what? A, bl- a black rapper? He comes along and says, I own you. <laughs> Punk ass bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the, the Activision are the Black Baron from Mad World. <laughs> that's not Ravage, you're thinking of pimps. In, in that case, yes. <laughs> okay, so you played Re- <laughs> It's not Rectal Gear. <laughs> I know it's not. <laughs> Rectal Gear. <laughs> it sounds like Rocketeer from uh, yeah. uh, Red Alert 2. If anyone's ever played that, that was a classic. Got yeah. a steady flow. Yeah, so I played that, and that was basically... I haven't even played that much of that, because it's basically, I basically only got it yesterday, because I didn't have a bank card in order to pay for stuff for, like, a week and a half. Don't you think it's good? You recommend it? It's, or... Well, you know, it's cheap. Give it's it a celebrating. <laughs> I don't do salads. <laughs> okay, give it a meat rating. <laughs> <laughs> it's 15 on the beef scale. <laughs> <laughs> don't know what that means. It oh, just what, is. Oh, what is Max for me? <laughs> Max beep. <laughs> it's cheap. It's a weird indie game. I don't know how long it is. That's the main thing. 
So, you know, that will determine its relative worth, worth I, I guess. How much did you pay for it on Steam? £12. Okay, well, if you get about 12, by my scale, if you get about 12 hours of use out of it, it'll be <laughs> okay. You think a pound an hour is what gameplay ought to be worth? Basically. Yeah, but you mm. know, but this, this, this would not be a game that you would think that's good. You'd have to at least double it, I think, because it's a bit grindy. Okay, yeah, that, 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 bit, does, that does immediately double your A bit sort of shop management, <laughs> you know, setting prices and stuff. I don't know. It's not a strict rule. There are some games you come away thinking that was worth it, regardless of its length. But, you know, there are some... There are games where you walk away thinking, well, okay, it's not the... It's not a, a you know, top-tier game, but I have got some hours out of it, so it was worth it at the end of the day. But what about when it's a top-tier game that's really short, like Modern Warfare 2? <laughs> yeah, I do feel a bit... I did, oh, I, I did get that on the cheap, to be fair, because I got it as part of the ridiculous uh, British supermarket sales where oh, they had a, a, couple of them, ball, yeah. a couple of them dropped it to like 25 quid, something like that, yeah. on launch. So I got it for that. And uh, What's it I don't feel too hard done by the, by the fact that I haven't, it is ludicrously short and I didn't enjoy it that much. But that's just me. I didn't get into the multiplayer, and presumably the people that play that to death I've got hundreds of hours out of it, in yeah. the same way that we have out of TF. Exactly. <laughs> well, what a, that, a value. You should work out the value. <laughs> How much did you buy? Did you buy the orange box, didn't you? It's like it's easy to calculate my value for Deportion now, because I've pretty much got to exactly a thousand hours. So a thousand hours, and how much do you spend on it? Fuck me. I don't know how much was it. The, the orange time. box must have been 35 quid, mustn't it? Yeah. So For um, all of those things. Yeah, that includes Half-Life 2, Episode 2. And Portal. One. Two. It gave you one as well, though, didn't it? Because it gave you yeah, one unnecessarily. That's, that's one essentially a play three, rate yes. of about 3p an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best value. Because World of Warcraft is great and everything, and you could play it forever, but you, it has a subscription, so that's never going to be the same value as TF2, is it? No. It's never going to be 3p an hour value, because you have to pay 50 good a month or whatever it is. So, I wonder if it's actually possible to get it that low in a month. Like, just play it constantly. <laughs> what, World of Warcraft? Yeah. <coughs> I don't know. Some people play it pretty much constantly. It must be possible. Theoretically, my my cash per hour rating on, like, Eve must have gone up since I started play, paying for it with in-game money. Like, I'm no that... longer... I'm playing the game in order to play the game, so I'm not paying real cash any longer. <laughs> speaking, speaking of these things, it's worth actually branching off here, because there is a serious subject in that EA have been... And I mentioned this to Zach yesterday, that EA have been experimenting with free online games now. They've brought some of their major franchises into the online realm. Well, that might be so, a company of heroes, that EA. I don't know. That might be might involved be, with that. Actually. Yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, the basically FIFA Online and Need for Speed Online have launched with free-to-play packages. Um, and the FIFA one actually sounds quite intriguing because, well, basically most people who want to play a football game, I guess, just pick it up, play a match, put it down. Yeah. And FIFA Online gives you all of that for free. You can play as any team you want. You can play mm. a match against anyone you want. You can um, jump out. And it even introduces a new intriguing mouse control system which uh, has had a lot of novice players apparently saying that it's a very good, nice way into the to football games. Hmm. Um, so they're capturing semi-casual as well. Except and then the only things you actually have to pay for within the game appear to be the customization options. So if you want to delve deeper and start making your own teams or having persistent stats and 
you know, I guess leveling if that exists, I don't know, then you have to start paying for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that to me would sort of work. The hardcore would end up buying it. The people that just want to dive in, dive out, you, you probably wouldn't have bought the game anyway. You know, the standard games. Um, yeah. Well, that would attract me more because yeah. I wouldn't buy a FIFA game. But... No, I, I don't see the point in most full price sports games. But it's but... like, how well did Battlefield Heroes do, really? That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Battlefield Heroes, yeah. That was EA's basically first attempt. That was a... I wouldn't have said it succeeded. <laughs> no, but. Well, you did play it. Good. I played it and it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The game wasn't that brilliant. And actually, I didn't even get as far as actually playing the game. I signed up for it and got pissed off at the website. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was really bad. I think websites for that and also the website for Quake Live was pretty bad as well. I actually, no, that was all right. The, 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 I the, didn't like it. It, worked. it was more functional than the Battlefield one. Right. You could still find games using the web service. Joining a match that was interesting generally wasn't a problem on Quake Live. Mm. Actually, does Quake Live, Quake Live still exists, doesn't it? It hasn't died yet. Well, I think, I think it was going to die soon or something. I think they may have changed it so it's paid and they've removed the adverts or something. Something like that. Oh, that'd suck. I'm not sure, though. How can they make you pay for a game no, that's perhaps that not. old? I yeah, mean, you're right. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I read something about it. What's the American spelling of heroes? That's is right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> how they, that's how they spell that, that nonsense. All right. Because um, Battlefield 1943 still hasn't come to PC after they promised it would. And everyone wanted to play that. It's over a, nearly a year yeah. late now, isn't it? Something At like least that. a year late, I think. Suck. But anyway, yeah, on a slightly different note, the other game EA are tra- attempting this mo- model with is Need for Speed Online. Which uh, is the complete antithesis. Oh, look, we're getting a nice uh, demonstration of burnt cakes. Oh, lovely. I, I will be attempting to sink my teeth into the crispy shells of cake um, a bit later on. But Need for Speed, in the other sense, is just basically an empty shell of a game. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. Well, no, it's, it, in theory, it sort of sounds like it should work until you work out the pricing structure. Basically, they've made a a racing game where you have to level up in order to reach new races and new and unlock new vehicles and stuff like that, which doesn't sound that bad. Um, you can play for free uh, for the first 10 levels, uh, and after that you have to buy content packs to carry on. Mm. Um, except for the current state of the game is that everyone plays the free content, no one has bought the paid content, and the people that buy the paid content find, suddenly find themselves with no one to play against. Oh, God. Because the population isn't there. So, um, yeah, it kind of falls on its face a little bit because obviously everyone's playing the free content and it hasn't become popular enough to warrant people carrying on. So actually the people that have paid for it are suffering. And in order to get to that point in the game anyway, you have to go for a horrendous grind of playing the same levels over and over again to get the experience. So you're already thoroughly pissed off with the game before you want the content. It's, I... it's basically an epic fail. No one's going to get this right until Valve have a go and prove <laughs> how to do it and then include support for that in the Steam SDK whereupon everyone else will start doing it. That's what will happen eventually. It's but for the meantime, Valve can afford to like just provide content for free. Well, was that thing, <laughs> there was that thing just the other day, wasn't there, where they Valve have just put like a point... Well, not really a point system, but a sort of a point system into the Steam engine in the same way as Xbox Live or, or the PSN. Has. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, like Microsoft you, you, money. Or yeah, whatever. you you insert a, like a chunk of cash into your Steam rather than just 
paying it as you come to it. That's why I like Steam because yeah, exactly. it all just comes out of my PayPal. And that's, that's basically what people have been saying. It's like, why? What? This is pointless. There's no reason to buy chunks of money and then have little bits left over. But presumably, it's for something that hasn't arrived yet. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's a. I can see why they choose that option because if you think about it, <laughs> you have to buy a certain number. The Microsoft system is the one that sort of hits that pretty much dead on because the Microsoft system is is you buy points in. Basically, in multiples of seven hundred points, and, and or no, five hundred points. points, isn't it? You buy five hundred points, a thousand points, and then and in some packages, yeah, in some packages, you get an extra hundred points. But no game is worth five hundred points, and no game is worth a thousand points. They're all eight hundred or four hundred or weird denominations. So you always end up with points left, and then there's always this stigma: oh, I could use those points to buy a fucking t-shirt or something or, well no yeah. not, the, not necessarily the avatar purchases but for me it's like you sit there and there's points in your account and it's like well i've got to use them so you put more points on your account to buy the next game and you're still left with points left it's deliberate a, yeah it's a, a deliberate hook but and, the, that's the thing about the steam version is that it's not points it just literally is it, they don't it's just money they yeah. don't obscure it by saying it's like this many dollars turns into this many points it's just you put this many dollars in ah well <laughs> PSN take a halfway house in that you, for large cost purchases, you add to your PSN wallet the amount of um, money the game is, and then that immediately comes out, and then you immediately pay for it on there. That's fine. That kind of works like Steam in that respect. And unless you make a small purchase, in which case the minimum amount you have to add to your PSN wallet is a fiver. So you end up with a fiver in your PSN account, of which you're only using a couple of quid perhaps for a um, uh, a tiny game or a game on deal or something, and then you're left with this extra money hanging around until your bigger purchase comes up. So they're sort of done the same thing, but not quite so mad as the Microsoft one. Because the Microsoft points have deliberately confusing conversion ratios from major currencies like dollars and pounds, it's... so that you it, they deliberately make it hard to work out in your head how much something is worth in real money. Like, it's like yeah, because it's... Seven pound fifty for a thousand points, I think, something like that. So when you buy an eight hundred point game, you're essentially spending about six quid on it. That's and it's, but it's not going to be anywhere near accurate. So you've yeah. just got to, you just got to keep track of the amount you're spending in terms when you actually sort of buy the points outright. But don't base it on the cost of the game. But is there anything else that uses Microsoft points beyond um, the Xbox Live? I think there were plans to, but I'm not sure any of them sort of saw the light of day. I can't think of them off the top of my head. Hmm. We'll we'll probably see a resurgence in it when Windows Phone 7 comes out because it might start applying oh, to yeah. Zoom Marketplace. And Apparently, in fact, it probably already does apply to Zoom, so you could probably buy music and things through Microsoft Points. You know they did that preview of Windows 7 <laughs> Mobile? The UK doesn't really have the Zoom, so we don't really no, have the ability have to try. But... That, and they had those, it's what, the, the UI, Windows 7 Mobile with the boxes and everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything. And the everyone metro, was like, Metro UI. Everyone was like, oh, this looks quite cool. And apparently there's been a preview of it where people could actually get their hands on it. And apparently it's awful. <laughs> really? I've, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've heard various things. Like, a lot of people say that the hands-on of Metro UI on Windows Phone, as actually it makes a lot of sense. You just have to realize the, um, the methodology of it. Whereas if you can't find well it's basically like if you don't quite know what to do hold your finger down on the object you want to do something with and it will give you the 
basically yeah. the master key like magic stuff will happen if you do that um, <laughs> it's like sort um, of right clicking to find what you need in windows from what i've seen it seems fine to be honest it's a slightly different way of doing things and it's it's while the iphone was immediately sort of it has the problem of because it's doing something different people aren't adapting to it i think Right. It's like, you know, uh, Android and iPhone essentially work pretty much the same way. Yeah. Big tiles, sort of slidey boxes, the finger navigation. Windows Phone tries to do things differently with hubs and uh, connected, entire. you know, so you don't have a contact list. You have your Facebook, your Twitter, your contact list all in one place. It tries to combine everything into hubs and try and be smart about it. Mm. Um, and because of that sort of difference i suppose and the way the metro ui works with its crazy cut off text and boxes yeah. that go off screen and it make make no attempts at fitting everything on screen approach yeah um but i think people get a bit confused by it because it is it's almost over stylized yeah i'm not uh, i i'd like to see one myself before oh, no. i make but i've heard that that i've heard initial good things and then suddenly when people actually got their hands on it terrible things maybe that was because the hardware they were running on couldn't run because it was like apparently jerky and stuff so mm. maybe they're just running on pre pre-production stuff and yeah it is still but it's not ready yet let's mm. be honest it's probably not production quality code i don't know i'm holding out hope for windows 7 we know for a fact there are going to be a lot of things missing from it but when it launches, for instance, copy and paste. Oh. For fuck's sake. There was a big old hoo-ha about the iPhone's lack of copy and paste. And Microsoft have gone and made the same mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually amazing how many things weren't in iOS when it launched. Like, apps weren't in iOS when it launched. Really? Yep. I don't know if you guys remember, but when iPhone launched, all the apps were web apps. Hmm. And they no, I don't said, remember that. Yeah. And everyone was very uh, surprised by this when it was announced. And then, um, yeah, obviously apps are the big success story about the iPhone and they weren't in it originally because Apple wanted to control everything. And so they said, oh, you can make apps. Sure, you can make web apps and our mobile Safari will... We'll play you know, them. That was yeah. the idea. Every app was to be a web app originally. <laughs> can you imagine if they'd stuck with that? I suppose that was the original... Maybe they were sticking to the original golden idea of WAP, you know, where you make a collection of... I think this is the golden idea that a lot of sort of like technical houses have of web services in general, where you build a generic web service and it will work on every device, uh, which is fine in theory, except for the fact that the internet just isn't fast enough and we're now used it to now. desktop computing and things with their rich UIs and things which only could be done locally. So apps solve that issue. You get the rich UI that can use web services and hide away all the basically horrible web stuff <laughs> and make it so it looks fine. And that's the way it will stay for a long, long time. Because the, the reality is to build a really decent web app, you really need to use um, the latest standards or whatever. And and not all the browsers are going to support that. So you, you're ending up limiting your your audience again you know of machines that can run it's all very well this is an app a web app and can run on multiple machines but they'll have to have you know chrome running because ie 8 won't run it because it hasn't got the html5 support or whatever i think ie8 does have very limited html5 yeah but but presumably all that shit will be in ie9 but it's supposed to have quite a bit of html5 support yeah um 
Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Not games, but tech. So, that's all you've been playing? Well. A bit of Minecraft, I saw you playing just now. Yeah, just before we started. Playing a tiny bit of Minecraft for no reason. And then Team Fortress, obviously. And then, um... Any more news on your competitive TF lifestyle? I haven't really had a match since our last one. Or have I? I can't remember. That that tells you how much of an impact it is. It's just like they call... It's just like I'm playing Team Fortress, as I would do, like, many other nights. <laughs> it's just that they've called me onto a specific server, and I have to be on a TeamSeek. Or a Mumble. It's it's like, um... <laughs> you're doing quests in TF, really. <laughs> I thought your discussion last time on uh, scripting was quite interesting. Uh, by the way, you, you can... still fucking hate it. <laughs> you could totally do that thing where you know bind multiple keys to the same action. Yeah, Absolutely. I was, no, like, no I was trying to work out how. Yeah, like, I don't know anything about scripting. You as could I definitely mentioned. do that. Ah. but no, yeah. So I've been. I, I guess I, I have been. I may have mentioned this last time, but I, I've been playing more weird classes lately. Oh, I tried going back to demo the other day. <laughs> it's really fucking suck at demo. I'm, I'm, I think I'm so bad at demo, and I'm fairly sure I'm bad at demo, and yet somehow I still keep getting pretty good scores. It's like I think it's because you don't play demo properly. <laughs> you, you play as swordsman. No, and... I've only just started doing that really recently again, though. It's like I've got. It's not like I've got all the sticky achievements or anything. I'm like, if, if you consider it, it's like I'm halfway up. For like ever sticky kills achievement, still further than I've got. Yeah, so I've done some sticky stuff since the demo pack, but just recently I've changed to sword to see if I can learn to use the fucking sword, which sword I really awesome. can't. Sword is great. It's great once you get like two kills, because <laughs> if you haven't got any kills with it, you're just so slow, and you've got your you know. Gimp Does it actually make you up. slower than normal? Yeah. Ah. I might stop using it then, unless I've got the charging turn. Yeah, you, you really have to pair it. It's just a kind of weird unlock system to have to pair it with the with the tar just to really make it effective. I may be crippling myself. <laughs> yeah, that's but then a... once you get like two heads, it's like you start to become awesome. And then once you've got two, it's like you just it becomes easier to get more. But then of course it only it stops upgrading you once you get to four. So. <laughs> So if you meet a charge and charge guy, Highlander guy, and he's already got two heads, then you're in trouble. <laughs> well, unless, unless you, you kill him and then you and steal then you his heads. Well, if you are one as well. Yeah. yeah. That's what I did the first time, pretty much the first time I seriously tried to play a game with the sword. It was like, oh, I killed another demo and I've suddenly got three heads. Oh, shit. And now I'm awesome. <laughs> and then I went on to get like seven or something. <laughs> I didn't realise it stopped at four. That's kind of disappointing. <laughs> well, otherwise you just get ridiculously <laughs> powerful. <laughs> That'd be really silly. <laughs> Mm. Or that each one should get you still get a bonus, but it gets increasingly less. Well, like exponential curve. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was it? What was as it in, called? As in topical. Yeah. That that thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty funny. But I mean, once you have four, you're you're so fast. It's ridiculous, and you don't really you don't notice it even, which is really strange. And then when you die, you're like, ah, <laughs> so slow. So slow. I do really love the pickaxe for the soldier, though, because it doesn't need to have much of a disadvantage. <laughs> it just makes you incredibly speedy if you've lost any health. There's no reason of having the having the, the spade. The spade, no. yeah. Except for the achievement, which is the irritating <laughs> yeah, thing. Where you have to kill a nemesis with a spade. That's never going to happen. It's hard enough to get a spade kill anyway. 
Yeah, spades were always the like the lamest of the melee weapons, really, weren't they? Ace of spades. Not that it's different from any of the other melee weapons, really. It's just you never have a reason to use it as a soldier. Because you're using rockets. Even at point like range. Yeah, you shoot your feet <laughs> yeah. and kill your enemy and not you because you've Basically, got enough health. The melee is only useful if you're playing rockets with gunboats. Because then you don't you have another of, weapon. Yeah, if you run out of rocket ammo, that's all you've got left. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Shotgun. Is there any is there any class where you can run out of ammo and not have any attackable weapons with any setup? I don't think there is, is there? No, there's always a melee fallback. <laughs> yeah, but I meant on like classes where the melee is not what? <laughs> thing. <laughs> there isn't one, is there? All, all melee weapons can work just as melee. Yeah, I guess so. There, there isn't a limit. I heard someone had the idea that, you know, now that they've run out of... Uh, oh boy, uh, sudden death wouldn't work. Class updates. <laughs> it doesn't work very well anyway with all the unlock weapons. But they're saying that now they've run out of class updates, maybe they'll make a unique shotgun for each of the shotgun wielding classes. Yeah, but they're not going to. They're going to unleash... Uh, they're going to release that polycount pack thing, which is yeah. just more weapons for some of the classes again. Classless yeah. updates. We'll see for a while. Apart from they're not classless, it's like... It's a pack. It's basically they're just going through all the classes again, only in a different order this time, but with community weapons, but with proper stats, is the idea. Yeah, yeah. some of the community weapons have been good so far. Well, yeah, but these are more like these are basically community models, and then they're going to have valve balanced stats instead. Oh, I see. So they're taking community ideas for like just what the level and backstory of the yeah, what the weapon looks like, and then yeah. the. Oh, I mean, they have got the actual models as well. They were It was a modeling competition, basically. Although it's funny to think of a weapon having a backstory. <laughs> well, some of them do. Like, the sword has yeah. quite a backstory. The Southern Hospitality left home after being chucked out for too much Jack Daniels abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, they usually involve Manco, don't they? The production yeah. of the weapons. Manco! <laughs> was it Saxon Hale? Saxon Hale. <laughs> but yeah, so, I mean, I've seen the... The packs that won that polycount pack competition. I don't know why that hasn't been released. Maybe they are actually having trouble balancing all these things, but it's like the soldier one. He gets like a, a black kind of boxy looking, more like an actual rocket launcher, maybe. <laughs> well, not really. Like a, it's like, like a modern rocket yeah, launcher. Like yeah, like a, yeah, not just like, like a tube. Tank. Yeah. <laughs> so it's got like, he's get, and then like the scout gets a milk bottle instead of the bonk. As, you know, as another alternative to bonk, you get a bottle of milk, and the melee weapon is just a fish in in newspaper. <laughs> that's oh, that's cool. cool! That's awesome. I want one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that that better have head. a different sound effect because it's like when they reuse the, the melee. Hit. It's like the sniper's wooden wooden melee knife that still has the metal hit sound effect. It's like, ah, oh, you didn't make a sound effect for it, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, don't they have, can they just use the bullet-hitting wood sound? <laughs> You'd think so. Talk. But they, because, that's because it's it's not based on the weapon so much as it's based on what you're hitting. Yeah. I suppose it, maybe it would clang if you hit wood to metal, but... But not in... It probably wouldn't sound like that. No. It would be, not, it would be a different kind of clang. <laughs> a bit more of a... Dull clang. But dang. yeah, as long as they make a specific <laughs> sound effect for the fish, because otherwise it would sound like really weird. You'd even have the aluminium bat sound effect. Oh, no, I'm just looking or forward the wooden to the, bat sound effect. I was looking forward to the scout speech to go with it. 
how many fish puns can they be? <laughs> oh yeah, well that would be the other one because it's the same way as like the demo. The demo man doesn't doesn't have new kill lines for melee with the sword. So you kill someone with the sword, and he still goes, "I be bottle of scrumpy," and it's like, um, no, <laughs> this was a sword actually. Hmm, that's not very good, is it? No. I suppose they can only get the actors in occasionally, so they probably do it in big batches. Yeah. Herring. Because otherwise, you'll be like, you'll beat someone down with the fish, and it'll be like, it came to your head, head, my bat's still dry. It's like, it's not a bat. The bat is still dry. <laughs> well, that's true, I guess. <laughs> that does still technically work. But you don't have your bat with you, though, do you? No. No, it's in the display cabinet at home. Your yeah. bat is still dry. This fish, <laughs> however, is covered in blood. <laughs> that's going to have to be one fucking solid fish. Yeah, or unless they do it with the with like the wiggly bones thing, like they did for the hats and stuff. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it'll, it'll be wobbly. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's it. Because it'll be wibbly and stuff. They'll have to. The swing rate will have to go down because you can't well, physically swing. That'd be the question. It's like, what will the stats be for a fish? Yeah. <laughs> what will its special effects be? The dead fish. Make people smell. Oh, yeah. I wonder if it has like the piss effect. So you hit someone with it, and it like douses them in cod liver oil or something. <laughs> but that makes them stronger. Yeah, how much? Oh, yeah. How much oil do you think cod livers have in them? Like, so, much... so you hit someone with a fish, and it just splashes out. Yeah, maybe it's like a, like a, like a has a charge at time or like the jar of piss. So the so the next when it's full, the next hit you land will, <laughs> will, will fissionate them, and they'll go. <laughs> what would the bottle of milk do instead of the bonk effect? That's... Make the cows angry. <laughs> what? Well, just some random cows will appear in the map and start randomly killing people. <laughs> yeah, cow onslaught. Logically, you'd say for milk, it must be like a health booster. Like the Dalcom's bar or whatever. I guess, yeah. Milk it. Yeah, (laughs) let's hope the Scout gets some hilarious milk lines as well. (laughs) For drinking milk. (laughs) What, Mr. T's dark? Yeah, Yeah, basically. (laughs) Shanters. That should just be, just like, you press the button to drink the milk and you drink it and he just goes, Milk, go on, you said us! And it runs off. <laughs> were there any milk references in the 18 movie that you saw? No. Oh, were there any um, youth center references? No. <laughs> there was probably still gold references. Look at my gold. Yeah, I think there was one. <laughs> Again, he, he wasn't wearing nearly as much bling as he would normally, though. Oh, name. Again, that is a fuck ton of bling that Mr. T normally wears. They probably had to dumb it down a little bit to make it semi-believable. I like you said, dumb it down. It's dumb to begin with. Dumb it up. <laughs> Smart it down. <laughs> Smarten it up. That works. Maybe it's smarting it down because. Not sexy. Yeah, no. Because no, <laughs> smartening a movie is probably making it worse in those places. If you think, well, to smartenate Mr. T probably isn't a good idea. No. Before you're smarting him down, down. rather than smartening him up. If you were to smartening him up, then that would imply it was a good thing. (laughs) Right. Okay. So anyway, anyway, I guess that covers everything that I've been playing. Okay. Oh wait, I should also probably mention, even though it's not out yet, but it will be probably by the next time we do a podcast. What's that? Civ Five is coming. Yes. Within a week. And it. so I I'm it. like the only bit of news I have to report. Well, two bits of news, I guess, sort of. Firstly, it already preloaded onto Steam, Sweet. and it was four and a half gigs. 
which is acceptable, I guess. Okay. It's like trying to infer something from that data. <laughs> <laughs> or the whole king. Sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. For a, it's not, it's like, there's no level geometry. It's not a 10 gig game or anything. No. <laughs> and um, the other thing is they've released the achievements. So you can now see the achievement list of what you have to do to get the Steam achievements in Civ Five. Which basically, as far as I can tell, there's 120 achievements, and as far as I can tell, you're going to have to play about 60 playthroughs to get 60 of them, because they were all, you could only do it, do like one of these per playthrough, where it's like, beat the game with every civilization, beat the game with every difficulty, beat the game on every oh map size. Oh my god, how long would that take? <laughs> so I reckon there's at least 60 playthroughs you're going to have to play to get oh. half the achievements. And how long does a playthrough take? Like, 15 hours. Yeah, <laughs> some num- some ridiculous number of hours. And then there's the other half of the achievements are all like weirdly specific things and like stupid puns on the sims. Like, all for one and one for all. Defeat an enemy with a French musketeer with two other French musketeers flanking it. Because three musketeers, obviously. Yeah. Anything about nunchuckateers? <laughs> no, I don't think any of the civilizations have nunchuckateers as a special unit. Although they really not, should. Not even the Japanese. <laughs> I think it would be Spanish, wouldn't it? The Tolasas or whatever. I guess so, but they're not nun jokes. Yeah, yeah, but the things in the Serious Sam were actually more like Tolasas than nun jokes. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> yeah, the ones in Serious Sam were probably Tolasas, but I want ninjas and nun jokes. <laughs> Samurai. I don't think they'd be called nun jokes even if they were a unit that used nun jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, is, is there a proper name for someone what used nun jokes? Just ninjas. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like it's just another martial art weapon, no, really. Another, another ninja thing. Mm, I don't know. Ninja is. And there's also there's also the mysterious yeah. in in what medieval Total War, wasn't it? That was like, oh, yeah. John's favorite halberdiers. Yeah, the halberds <laughs> are like long sort of poles, pit, poles with, with axe on the end. Yeah, axe on the end. As used by Song Mina in Soul Calibur. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. But yeah, there's there's I guess what is now an in joke. On the, from 2K, who's like the publisher, surprisingly, of Civilization and Borderlands and two of the games yeah, I have by 2K. Yeah, they're getting bigger, aren't they, 2K? <laughs> but and, it, and Bioshock, isn't it? It's yeah, 2K as well. 2K, yeah. But it, one of the achievements, it must be now, this must be a 2K in-joke, because there's the you're on a boat achievement. Oh. <laughs> you're on a boat. Yeah. So obviously someone who works there liked that way too much. And there's that so in border- thing, is it Saturday Night Live? Yeah. It? So on, in Borderlands, there's the you're on a boat achievement, where in like Treacherous Landing, there's a raider boat docked at a pier, and if you go and jump on it, it's like you got the achievement. You're on a boat. And then in Civ Five, it's embarking unit onto a transport. You're on a boat. <laughs> so there you go. Well, that would be really easy to get. Yeah, that one will happen pretty quickly compared to like the achievement for. What, playing every difficulty level <laughs> or something? I'm on a boat with me just like... Yeah, that's that's the free achievement, basically. Yeah. And some of them, I mean, all the civilization ones are ridiculously specific. Like that French Rescapeer one, except for every... It's like the Japanese one is like Kamikaze, where you have to kill a unit with with your unit only having one health. <laughs> hmm, that must be hard. So, yes. So, uh, yes. That's pretty that's much... That's coming attractions on the uh, Salacast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll be playing that way too much, probably. God damn it. And I'll hopefully join you at some point, but maybe not straight away. Yeah, we can play a multiplayer game of Civ. Holy shit. Oh, no. Well, you mean, like, cooperatively? Like, we'll be out. Well, I mean, yeah, we would... We'll have to we... kill each other in the end, though, won't we? <laughs> not necessarily. Christ. You have a lot more experience than I do. <laughs> no, I doubt it. 
Jesus. In actually being good at the game. I wouldn't know I was dead for for 10 hours after I'd made the mistake, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That's the trouble with those games. It depends how this new game works in terms of, you know, land, occupation or whatever. It's the way you buy land now and stuff. Where instead of your city's zone just expanding once when it gets to a certain, certain culture lever. and population. Yeah. So now instead of your city, because you, you found the city and you can work them eight squares around it. Of course, yeah. And then when it expands, you get the extra 12 around the acres. Do some hexagonal geometry. <laughs> yeah. But now you just, well, I'm not sure how many you get when you found the city, whether it's just the one that it's on or the number around them, six, probably. Because I thought I thought he- the hex map would make it more complicated, but it's actually simpler, isn't it? Because you can move diagonally on the grid map, yeah, so you actually less directions you can travel now. Yeah, but now now with cities, supposedly you don't they don't expand naturally. You purchase the squares right. directly, hmm. so you might actually be able to control your borders slightly better in the early game, <laughs> rather than just hoping that the computer players won't fuck you up. Wasn't the hex map introduced on Civrev for the uh, consoles? Civilization Revolution. I don't know. What I thought it was a lot Xbox. like the iPhone one, actually. I've never played that. Civilization Revolution on the iPhone is yeah um, square grid. Yeah, yeah, I know. I thought I thought the one on the Xbox and on the like DS. That. I did actually watch the giant bomb quickness <coughs> of it, but I didn't notice how what the grid was. So I guess that shows you how much I played it or how much they were showing of it. <laughs> I think it was hexed for simplicity, I guess. Yeah. But Sega's Revolution is supposed to be a simplification of Civ, but. Hmm. On that note, I finished my first game of Civ Rev on the iPhone. Oh, yeah? Tell us more. Basically, after all that trouble I was having with fucking English longbowmen, yeah. being ridiculous and being able to kill tanks, admittedly tanks <laughs> that I found in an Aztec temple. <laughs> um, this is great, this game. They, um, uh, yeah, eventually it got to the stage where they, they weren't teching up because they were... Well, one of the cities I came across at the end of the game had no ability to gain population because the, it didn't have any food-providing squares where it was built. That's not necessarily uncommon for Civ, because sometimes you will have a shitty city where it's like it's never going to get above size 4 yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's true, yeah. No, I didn't know that could happen. But there was this one that was basically just a one <laughs> and uh, couldn't couldn't grow and so couldn't build anything either. It was, it was a bit ridiculous. Um yeah, and, and in the end, I actually had a choice of any victory I wanted. It was like, uh, I was friends with the Russians, I'd killed everyone else, or oh, apart from the English, they were still about. The uh, longbowmen. I, and the longbowmen, yeah. <laughs> I, I gave up trying to attack the British after they could take out tanks with, with arrows, somehow. <laughs> um, yeah, and then ended up, but yeah, had any choice of victory I wanted. Until the Londoners thought, oh, fuck this, we, 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 this, this message of our well, plans of world domination. Uh, so the English people started attacking me, and then I just walked their cities, and then it's like, oh, well, I've won by domination now. Apart from oh, this well. weird domination where, like, you controlled a certain number of capital cities. Yeah, it's like it, the domination rule is you have to have taken over, like, four capitals. Oh, that's different from normal, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. where it's land area normally and population. Hmm. So will you be playing another game? Possibly. <laughs> I might have to step up the difficulty quite a lot. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you were Cause, so far tech the head. Uh, yeah, uh, apart from the, the start game was fairly difficult. Yeah, That's because you didn't know what you were doing. Though. No, maybe. And uh, the start game did seem kind of hard, but yeah, the end game just became ridiculously easy. It just became, you know, a time set. <laughs> I was trying to win by technological victory because, you know, spaceships. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. 
and uh, Ian then didn't didn't actually let me in the end. Had you not built enough of a spaceship to launch no, before you killed not. everyone? Okay. Don't, I don't really know how the spaceship mechanic works, but I don't know how it works in Civ. I was building it seems loads like of the it. Same as in the older Sims games, like Civ Two or whatever. You oh, build right. the parts, and then it gives you like a probability of success. Oh yeah, and then you launch or whatever. So you just build all of them, obviously. <laughs> yeah. You don't ever launch with less than all the parts. Yeah. I like how it thought before I built any propulsion units, though. The diagram of the ship said, time to travel to Alpha Centauri, 35 years. And it's like, somehow it's doing that without any engines. <laughs> oh, it could it could, it could do that. It could it? get there, apparently. Magic. Hmm. Although I gave it some engines and apparently said, oh, it'll take five years there. <laughs> Some awesome engines. Yeah, must be some pretty damn sweet engines, considering I'd only learned steel yeah. a few years prior. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is amazing how fast you can tack ahead on the easy difficulties. You know, in the Middle Ages, you could be building the uh, spaceship. Well, not quite that early, but in the... Normally, you can easily get to Victorian. that sort of stage in, yeah, 18, 1900s. Yeah, you can easily be winning well, my space. Yeah, it's just a weird thing. The sort of time scale of Sibrev doesn't really sit naturally, because I'd, I'd, I'd only learnt steel by about 2009. Yeah, but that was more because you hadn't gone down that path so much. I guess. You like, kind of skipped it and gone on to stuff that... I pretty much had maximum science that I possibly could, and every great person that had appeared in the world was mine, and... <laughs> Yeah, so I had uber sides, and somehow I still was behind real time in terms of tech upgrades. Mm. Well, you can change between like science and cash on your cities, though, can't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, but they were mostly set to science. There was only this, the odd few that were insane money givers that I kept as money givers. <laughs> Especially when I built banks in them, and one of them had did like uber bank. It's like doubled it again, so it's giving me like several thousand gold a turn. I always thought it was kind of dumb those upgrades that you'd get that were sort of major, then sort of semi wonders, like like national wonders or whatever in Civ Four. Yeah, you'd get wonders. ones that were just like, or not not necessarily even wonders, but you'd just get buildings that are like plus a hundred percent to something. And this is like plus one hundred percent is really, especially when it's like a national wonder or a world wonder, because it's like, well, obviously you build it in the city that's already got the most you have, and yeah. then it just doubles it <laughs> to make it even more high. Yeah, but at least it has that cap where you can only build so many national wonders in one city, can't you? Like well, yeah. two, isn't it, or something? Well, but, it doesn't have that limit on the phone. Well, the, not those are world wonders, though, basically. Aren't they? Yeah. Because you can build as many world wonders in one city as you like, but you can only build two national So you wonders. tend to all build those in one place as well. <laughs> yeah, so they're all built in your capital, obviously. Well, unless you're using it for something. Or your secondary city. Yeah. That's always the mo- the two key <laughs> cities. Obviously your capital, and then your secondary is always really important as well. Is some that I, I, the last couple, I think, well, especially the last game I played, it was like I had a secondary city that wasn't, it was just like I just founded a city. But it somehow turned out to be awesome. Coincidentally, I built it in just the right place. So I made that, like... Because it wasn't my capital, so my capital would be busy working away on actual wonders and shit. And then I made that secondary city, like, my military production city. Yeah. So you give it, like, the national wonders that give you, like, extra experience points and, like, double unit production. (laughs) So you just churn units out so quickly and they all come, like, ready for rotated two levels or whatever. Yeah, it's really good to have a specialised military production city if you can. But it has to be, like, almost as big as your... The second one, because if you start deputizing like smaller cities, then they just produce so slowly that you might as well set them to grow. But the, and... trouble, the trouble with making it in like your in like your second city or whatever is like 
you start to suspect you're, it's not actually being worthwhile because the thing, everything starts to get towards one turn and it's like, how much am I wasting yeah. by going over? <laughs> That's true, yeah. Because, I mean, in, I, I think sometimes in Civ 4, it can, like, production can overrun. Yeah. Because you'll notice sometimes when you're building things that take two turns, if you queue them up, it'll be like two turns, two turns, and then one of them will be one turn. Yeah. Because it will, like, overrun some of the production. Yeah. That but obviously happen. you can't do that with one turn u- units. No, because... Because they would go to zero somehow. <laughs> hmm. So you start to think, maybe I'm wasting it. Well, we'll see what happened in Civ 5. Yeah. So anyway, anything else you've been playing, Rob? Other than Civ on your phone? I've been struggling to think, to be honest. I did start playing Battle Bears yesterday. <laughs> Man, that was terrible. Terribly hilarious. It wasn't too bad, actually. It was like um, uh, stand in one place, fight off the waves. It was a shooting gallery. Yeah, shooting gallery, basically. But it's presented in 3D on the iPhone, which is quite nice. And you could shoot... Uh, basically, you seem to be a normal bear who's mysteriously militaristic and has a great big phobia of being hugged to death. Um, and there's some sort of military war against these huggy bears. Um, so they give you any means necessary to take out these things coming towards you going, um, So you gun, when you shoot them in the head, their head flies off and a rainbow comes out. It's just, it's just so cute. <laughs> With epic hardcore music and playing terrible, terrible, terrible voice acting. <laughs> and, yeah, and some voice acting and, and a bear zooka, which is made from peeling off body parts from your dead foes and <laughs> loading them into the cannon. Bazooka. Bazooka. So that was alright. We also played, uh, what was it? Uh, dark, no, not Dark Void. Um, glowing Void. Glowing Void. <laughs> the, other, the opposite. Yeah, <laughs> the exact opposite of a Dark Void. How can a, a glowing void glow void. anyway? Because yeah. you're making a void and it's a colour. Okay. Oh, against the back, back, black background. It's basically, do you remember... It's like I forget. I don't know how you say it, but Q I X like kicks or right. there was a series of games also called Bally that had the same concept. Um, really old school. Um, but the basic idea is, is you have a playing field, and the idea is you have to segment it off. Right. So you basically cut away the amount of area that's left of the playing field, um, in which the bad guys live, and if they collide with you or hit your line that you're making, you die um, as you cut across. Um, so it, it plays a bit like that, except you make giant spheres, um, and you use those to cut off the space and you can trap the, uh, enemy balls in, uh, in between the, uh, corners of the screen and your other voids. Except the interesting twist here is that by tilting the iPhone, you change the gravity of the world. Um, so the voids... It's basically, they're not really voids, they're balls. It's, yeah. it's basically glowing balls. Yeah, it's because they're, co- like, they're just called voids, even though you you automatically think that empty black space is like a void, and then you're creating these things on them that are glowing balls. But no, apparently the black shit is just regular stuff, and you're making glowing voids. Yeah, you tilt the phone to change the gravity, and the balls <laughs> will uh, fall in that direction, trapping, so you can change the, how they trap stuff and stuff like that. Use physics to your stuff advantage. And stuff. stuff and stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, that was okay, but basically you're done with it in, like, a minute. Right. And then you're like, well, I understand that. I'm bored of this shit now. Um, moving on. Um, I saw you playing some Space Invaders earlier today. Yes. 
which is also an iPhone game, but it has been ported to Xbox Live. Is that an um, iPhone? Then, it's though? an iPhone game, yeah. yeah. Um, which is Space Invaders Infinity Gene, which looks incredibly intriguing, although the demo doesn't seem to give too much away on how the progression works. Um, you, you basically, it's Space Invaders. You, you basically space invade them. <laughs> you basically thing. space invaded them today. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> basically invade the space in which the space invaders are invading, and <laughs> with with a bullet of some kind. With a bullet, and uh, that causes them to you know, the bullet invades their bodies to the point where the space they occupy <laughs> is turned back into space. <sighs> <laughs> Semantics. Um, yeah, and basically, yeah, as you, as you go through, you get power-ups and stuff, and it's all set to crazy sort of modern techno music and yeah. stuff. They're, like, trying to take the sort of incredibly stylish... It's not really a music game, but it's sort of like the music does build up as you go through and blah. Um, it does remind you of sort of res in places. Yeah, it's, it's res-like wireframe graphics in a lot of places. But they, and... didn't they already do that with Space Invaders? They did that, whatever it was called. Space Invaders Extreme. Yeah. Yeah, this is a, and Space Invaders Extreme 2. Um, they, yeah, this is another take on it. Basically, as you complete a level, depending on what you did during the level, you gain gene, which then causes you to evolve in different ways. And on certain levels, if you manage to evolve enough, you progress. I think this is how it works in the main game, because I think it just jumps levels in the demo to give you a flavour of some of how it would evolve to. But depending on how well you do on a stage determines new abilities that your ship gets. And like, for instance, standing still to fire faster or uh, being able to move up and down the screen. <laughs> uh, things like that. And you evolve them depending on your performance. Um, and some of the evolutions in the demo were skip to level five and things like that. So it's uh, skipping quite a lot of other stages out that I couldn't seem to have access to. So it's not really indicative of how it plays, so I'm not really the best judge here. But it did look pretty cool and pretty fucking mental. And it had an interestingly simple visual style, and the music built up as you went through, and they even incorporated elements of 3D in some of the later levels. So it was... Yeah, it looked it looks intriguing. So that... Not sure it's worth 800 points, but... So you intriguing. Can, can you? Is there a demo of that on the uh, iPhone? Or do you have to pay for it? Outright? I don't think there's a demo. Hmm. I think it's a straight dive in, but it's only like a quid, you know, the usual rules. Well, it's the same game as the 800 points on the live arcade. I believe so. Hmm. Interesting. No, it's not that interesting. It's just shit. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Xbox and the high price tags. I've been waiting for Res to come down in price for like years. Oh, do no, you, have you I, not got Res HD? I've not got Res oh, HD, no. Because I don't really... I don't know. It It is worth the points. It's yeah. just... Um, you already own the I, game. I own the PS2 version, so it's like, well, if I want to buy it again, I don't really want to spend six quid on buying a game I already have. And, hmm. uh, and, uh, <laughs> Something like that. Uh, yeah, I kind of expected it to come up on Deal of the Week, you know, because it's such a classic and... You know, deal of the week tends to cover the fairly popular stuff, unless it's just not popular. I don't know. <coughs> but I, I thought it was one of the more highly rated games on Live Arcade. I think it probably is. Yeah. So yeah, that surprises me a little bit if it's not there, unless I missed it and didn't notice. But they occasionally search just in case out of paranoia. 
online and no deal of the week and res combinations can be found. Poop. Yeah. Poopsicle. Anything else? You know, I'm really struggling actually to think of stuff that. Oh, I, I've been playing more Mad World. I suppose we should. Talk, or did I talk about this last week? How I'm starting to get the hang of the dodging mechanics. And, mm, no, I don't think you did. Well, there was one fucking level that Zach saw me play, which <laughs> it was a bit ridiculous because it introduced. Um, basically, you get you get to the third area. There seems to be five main areas, and you get to the third main area, which was called Mad Castle, and. Um, yeah, it starts introducing, if you get the motion controls wrong, bad shit happens. So, like, a, um, a a prompt will come on screen, and if you accidentally do the wrong motion, you'll get hurt. Except it falls into the trap of, occasionally, the motion detection isn't correct. So you'll do what you think is the motion, but it will detect something else. And you'll get hurt. And you'll probably die. Because there's an enemy that kills you in one hit if you get it wrong. Right. And, uh... Which is highly annoying because the levels take like quite a while to complete, and all of a sudden your lives are gone, and it's blah 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 blah. blah. I, I I hate you. <laughs> you start having... <laughs> blah 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 blah. I, <laughs> I, 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 I hate you. you. Well, I, I was saying blah 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 because I wanted to start going into like some of the commentary, and it's just plain. Yeah, it it's... is. It is plain exactly that noise. Yeah, it's, it's just this is just so unbelievably fucking rude. Some of it. They drop a C-bomb. Why? Is that <laughs> unnecessary? Yeah, I think we did mention this before. Oh yeah, we did mention this before. Yeah, they do, they do drop a C-bomb. And uh, so there are some places where it's quite funny. Like the uh, the comment about scotch is funny. And they're talking about, ah, oh, it's like sitting down with a nice glass of scotch and someone else in the other commentates like something about scotch and it basically <laughs> devolves into, just devolves into, I like scotch, I like scotch, I like scotch. And it just comes up and it's just like in the middle of the fight and it's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Quite funny. It okay. doesn't sound funny to me. Though, it <laughs> I like scotch. Or the, or the phrase I keep, uh, actually sticks in my mind and I keep using is like, and remember kids, don't take drugs, drink booze! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, Lovely. not for kids that <laughs> that game is it. No, not even remotely. Oh. That's got the Black Baron though. Punk ass bitch. He owns you. He owns you. <laughs> I'll sit that XKCD. You off on some motherfuckers dome. <laughs> is that that XKCD comment where he says every time he hears anyone say? Um, something ass something he mentally moves the hyphen one step to the right so it's, it's punk ass bitch <laughs> whenever it's something like that that's quite funny ass bitch you punk ass bitch <laughs> it's sort of funny immediately it's quite good oh uh, grammar cool. <laughs> you keep saying grammar cool. when it's not really strictly well, grammar it's sort of grammar that is, time, it? yeah close hmm. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> well, me? Why? That's almost pretty I guess. Moving a hyphen. True. Was it punctuation is punctuation. Put it in the wrong place, it'd be wrong grammar, wouldn't it? But it's, it's a hyphen, actually, punctuation. Ooh. I don't think so. <laughs> but who knows? But do we care? No. Not at all. We do not care. Well, we'd be parts. probably sure enough if we took the piss out of the Americans <laughs> using words for quite some time. Maybe a thorough you understanding mean. of our own. Yeah, yeah, me. <laughs> maybe a thorough understanding of our own language is more essential before we lay 
laying waste to I don't know where aluminum. you were going with that sentence. You were lay, laying waste to their language. I was, yes. I was tearing it apart. Pillaging. Sidewalk by aluminum. <laughs> Sidewalk by aluminum. <laughs> Sidewalk. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Americanisms, civilization is spelt with a Z. Oh, the... <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah, I know. I don't know if I know that's technically right. Is it? How do you spell it in English? Has anybody ever... Has there been a case of, like, word rage in America where someone's just gone and murdered Americans with a dictionary? Well, the thing is... <laughs> An that Oxford a... dictionary. <laughs> well, the, the thing is that Z is more like um, Middle English, whereas S is from French. So they're more correct than we are. They're more English than we are. Well, more German. Yeah, well, that's the origin of the language, isn't it? Sprechen Sie American? So, yes, the Z is actually more correct, technically. But, um, yes. What is German for American? I don't fucking uh, know, I can't remember. Well, have you played Call of Duty or something? <laughs> have you played no, any war game? Das American! Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's American and Englander, isn't it? For us, yeah. well, probably it's not. Te- you're not probably technically allowed to say American any longer because because being America <laughs> and it also generalizing sounds... the entire side of the world. No, American yeah. sounds like it should be what the language is. And it's not English; it's American. In the same <laughs> way, you have Africa and Afrikaan. Fuck you, <laughs> American. Uh, no, the language. No, no, Why not yeah, just American? Because you get, no, you, get Af- you know Afrikaan with Af- two A's. Yeah, but that's but you get Africans, which are the people, and Afrikaan is the language. Therefore, why not have have Americans as their? But that's formed, not the language. But there's not a proper there's not a proper name for their language. So Af- it must be American. Afrikaan is only a language <laughs> in part of Africa, and it's spelled with a K and two A's. It's not like it's the Swahili, there's French, yeah, there's no, English. I was using an example though, but it's, it is a language. Well, maybe we have to spell American with a K and two A's and some other fucked up spelling because it's American. Is that your new word for American English or whatever they call, actually technically call it the dialect that they speak? American. What is it called? Is it? Is it yeah, it's, it's just American English, English, US, isn't it? American English, and ours is yeah. British English or Commonwealth English. British English. British English. Because <laughs> <laughs> I suppose English English is, is English that's spoken in England rather than in Scotland and Wales and Scottish English, Welsh English. Welsh English. <laughs> Welsh English. Multiple words ending in ish sound funny. <laughs> Entertainment. Yes. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Uh, and now we don't even have to ask how much time it is because we can see. Yeah, I can see. I but I thought I'd point that out in order to be sort of ironic, you know. <laughs> this does, does mean we don't need Mexican Rob. Or we can have Mexican everyone. Let's all just go. Let's all go We've got like 25 minutes, so... I should probably talk about the very minimal amount of games I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, basically, I haven't had access to anything, but one is that my granddad's, like, my little cousins uh, live near my granddad. Like, because my aunt and uncle... In the cleavage. ...live in the, in the cleave, yeah. <laughs> I've crossed the... Across Cleave Hill. <laughs> yeah, from Cheltenham. And, um... Yeah, I was saying like, that their aunt, m- my aunt as well. No, their mother, my aunt. 
must have been a bit cheap because she's bought them instead of a Wii or a, or a 360, she's bought them an N64 off eBay. So they're, they're all like 12 or 14, about the same age we were, and they're playing the same games we were. They've got Mario 64. But that's awesome. They've got Super Smash Brothers, the original, and it's like, those games are better than the games on the Wii for like a kid of that age. <laughs> so they're actually... Except for Super Smash Brothers. Well, they could be praying Brawl you, you, or whatever. Yeah, yeah Brawl, that's, that's yeah. what I was looking for. The, the generic word for fight that I couldn't remember. That's true, but they probably have like two Wiimotes or something, which wouldn't be much use for playing. No, you know? Nunchucks or cube controllers. Exactly. And they probably wouldn't... Whereas, as it is, they've got three N64 controllers, and there they are with Samus and uh, <laughs> and Pikachu. And it's, it's quite interesting to go back and see how limited the roster of characters actually is in the original Super Smash Brothers. There aren't actually that many. There was still quite a lot for a fighting game. That's true, that's true. And for an N64 game. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, so they're playing that, and... Um, and the other thing, the littlest one, the eight-year-old, Aiden, was obsessed with Plants vs. Zombies. To the point that any time I saw him, he would just start talking about it. He wouldn't even need an introduction. It would just be like, well, you know the, uh, the sh- pea shooters in Plants vs. Zombies? Well, they do this, but then the zombies come and it's like, yes, I know. <laughs> but it was really cute. He was like coming up with loads of actually quite good ideas for new plants and things. He's probably going to be a game designer. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so I finished that, by the way, Plants vs. Zombies. It has a um, boss. It has end. an ending of some kind. It has an ending. <laughs> it has a giant boss, which is sort of funny. Woo. And kind of cool. And, yes, good game. Although, I haven't found myself, having completed it, going back in and playing a quick game. Because it's not as good for that as Peggle, whereas sometimes I'm bored and I just bring out my iPhone. Quick game, Peggle. Whereas uh, Plants vs. Zombies, I haven't, like, now I've unlocked the ability to play just one match. I haven't actually used it. So there's no, like... You can select cha- replayable, challenge sort of things. Like, you know, on Angry Birds, admittedly, it's just a one level. Once you complete it, you move on. You don't have to go back style game. Yeah. But you have the uh, option of trying to get a better score. Is there no, oh, like, you could get a better score, I expect. Or, you know, other, not just a better score, but, you know, a, a ranking based on that score. For instance, so on Angry Birds, you go for the three stars. Uh, I don't think there are any star ratings or anything. That's probably a point, actually. Yeah, you can't really go back and sort of improve on your kind of performance in that way. You don't have any way to measure how well you actually did compared to what they were expecting you to do. That's weird because Peggle has a challenge mode, which is really hard in places. Yeah. But Plants vs. Zombies, I don't think it does. I might go back into it and have a look, but... I do need to. I still need to get enough money to buy all the unlocks or whatever in that game because there's actually quite a lot of unlocks. Um... Which you have to buy out of the um, boot of the Crazy Dave's car, which is quite funny. Crazy Dave! I'm right, it's a crazy! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what he's like, it's Crazy Dave. <laughs> does he sound like he's talking for a pillow? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does. He sounds exactly like that. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, at least he can't be as annoying as. Uh... Science guy from Civilization Revolution. Mama might. Mama might. Yep, yep, yep. I'm a clock speed to the double microchip, sir. We're number one in science. 
the achievement on Civ The achievement on Civ for for exploring the rationalism policy tree, which is some new feature. Oh. Policy trees, but there's you know like religion and <laughs> rationalism. But right. the achievement for the rationalism one is called eighty eight miles an hour. <laughs> oh, cool. We're gonna see some serious shit. They're releasing uh, Back to the Future the trilogy back in the cinema. Really? Oh, it's 25th anniversary or something. Yeah, we'll have to go and see They're just going to show them all in one go. I think so. Just stay oh, in the oh, cinema oh, for six hours. amazing. It's like a, like oh, a marathon day. So cool. Speaking of which, films and stuff, Scott Pilgrim, totally flopping. Yeah. Sad face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were discussing the kind of unfortunate limited audience, which is aimed directly at us <laughs> and nobody else and not that many people else but and then again so we say that but gnome sat over there staring at us under her bear costume is... <laughs> wait whoa whoa it's, all, it's just like calling her a fairy here it's not good well it looks like a polar well she's wearing a white rug but it makes it look a bit like a polar bear sheepskin darling sheepskin polar bear is um <laughs> yeah and see it Probably didn't get most of the references in it, but I know. don't know. There weren't that. Um, what? You're really selling me tonight. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're, not, you're, not you're a, a bad cook. You make. You're... <laughs> <laughs> That's great. He was listing the things Rob said, but it just sounded like he was like, "You're a bad cook." <laughs> Unfortunately, I couldn't think of a succinct way to say you turned your laptop music on when we tried to to follow up with your bad cook. You're an interrupter. You're a bad cook. You're a music lawsuit waiting to happen. I don't know. Where was I going with that? Uh, Um, She's not a gamer. And she liked the film. But tell me the obscure references in Scott Pilgrim. Which what's the what were things that people Well there were know? bits that people wouldn't outrageously pick out, like where the KO <laughs> outrageously. sound oh, the KO sound where the KO sound effect came from, which is apparently from Street Fighter Three. Right. Which is a weird choice. The Street Fighter writing, the yeah. Street Fighter writing yeah, is, is is correct. Yeah, from Street Fighter Four style writing anyway, they used. For like the solo round and stuff like that. I suppose people would have got the DDR reference even though it's not strictly dancing. When the ninja game. I think actually Scott Pilgrim has less sort of there's, direct references to individual computer sound. games than Spaced did, which of course was Edgar Wright, because that had Time Crisis, very obviously, Tomb Raider, very obviously. It had that yeah. sequence where they were doing Virtua Fighter, Daisy Steiner wins. Well, well, you we, know, we get a lot of the sound effect ones, which I don't think a lot of people would have picked Yeah, but they're up just on. sound effects. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you don't get those. Yeah. It, I guess, but there's an awful lot of them. Like the start of the game is based on Super Mario World. Um, at the yeah. start of the game, start, <laughs> start the, the film with Super Mario World and uh, lots of lots of Zelda music. Like, there's a well, few Sonic sounds, like the rings and the ding. Yeah, I had the ding. Yeah, but that's not actually... and the whole burst into coins thing is from old beat 'em ups, and that's true. That might not which act- might not have made any fucking sense to anyone. <laughs> oh, that was really cool. The... <laughs> Sweet coins. <laughs> he just thinks, like, oh, I haven't quite got enough of the bus home. <laughs> but the Sonic sound effect is, might not yet actually be a game reference, because that sound effect is apparently actually used in some American cash registers. It's like some cash registers imagine effect have just ripped that but... sound off. Really? The ring sound effect for ringing <laughs> up. <laughs> ah, that's weird. So like... sometimes in America's, in America's stores, you're like, 
I'm hearing rings. <laughs> so there was the word like you know when cash registers were mechanical, they would make that noise. You know, as you close, oh, as you close that, the yeah that as you, noise. As you but, close the drawer, it goes. But these are, these are like digital playing a playing a sound effect. Can <laughs> Sega have some power over that? Because <laughs> you, you know it's a, it's a freaking cultural licensed sound. <laughs> Not because you have to license it off culture. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favourite reference was definitely that Zelda music because they went and they got the rights to the Zelda music, but they didn't use the Zelda theme, did they? They didn't use da, 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 which would have been too obvious. Instead, they used the file select slash fairy fountain theme, which is quite obscure because you only hear it really once. You hear it <laughs> with the file select screen. Which is like for like half thirty seconds. You don't even or something. hear it. You just skip yeah. straight through that. Exactly, and then sometimes you hear it in the fairy fountains. But like that, although that that theme has been in almost every Zelda since like late to the past or something. I think. Yeah. It's a different version of it, but it, it's a, quite an obscure choice. But it fitted the scene really well because he was in like a daze, wasn't he? Going to the and it's kind of instant yeah, like, and, and, the, and the, it, it wasn't pulled straight from a game, was it? They vocalized it. And... Yeah, they made it. They made a version of it, but I'm glad that they it, they didn't just go for the Zelda theme. They went for one that fitted in the. So the yeah, was, but well, the Zelda theme probably wouldn't have fit anywhere, would it? it was, exactly. It film, exactly. So, it was... so it worked really well. Hey guys, I learned the baseline from Final Fantasy Two. <laughs> he did say <laughs> that. That's so funny. I'm sure there must have been a few. Well, there were a few subtle ones, weren't they? Like the Triforce being um, littered around the place and the bass symbol from Rock Band. And Oh, yeah, the Rock Band bass symbol. That was quite prominent. A few, a few, well, there were a few more obvious ones like Space Invader t-shirts and um, presumably pulling a giant hammer from your bag might be a reference yeah, to Hammer Space. Amy, oh, yeah. Hammer Space or yeah. Amy Rose. Yeah, or... Amy Rose maybe. But, but did it come... Yeah. Did it come from Hammer Space, that bit? I've got no idea. They came out of a bag, so I guess so. Yeah. Well, that's more like a bag of holding, though, isn't it, from D&D? <laughs> well. If you think about it. Maybe. Although that's more like, those are sort of, that's like a specific kind of bag rather than just being able to extract things you put in. A bag of holding is bigger on the inside, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently but... there are more um, sort of references in the, in the comic because there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of sort of vocal exchange that has been dropped from the uh, uh, from the original comic dialogue in the film. Um, there's one in particular that's from an old NES game or something, which basically where someone walks up and goes, says something like, I'll get you, buff! <laughs> it's just like in text, and they say that in the comic in place. Uh, yeah, there's a, lot, there's a lot of random sort of old NES references that even we probably wouldn't pick up on. I never had a NES. I mean... You'd... I didn't have a NES myself, but I basically hijacked my cousins quite regularly. Actually, the, you, you, the game has probably more references than the film. Well, no, maybe not. That's probably not true. It just has different ones, doesn't it? <laughs> it has ones that are more suitable to like the, the old, game environment. Like, yeah, like the old um, uh, Winners Don't Use Drugs logo, <laughs> except veganized. It's like Winners Don't Eat Meat. Who's is Scott Pilgrim a vegetarian? No. Who was who? What character was the then? third evil ex, the vegan? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I remember. Vegan police. Yeah, and the vegan police. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're not really vegan. 
<laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> what is it? Jello has Jello's not vegan. It's got gelatin in it. <laughs> <laughs> Genius. Bit. They did follow up with bit. It's fine. I'm not just saying they have contacts. <laughs> I'm not just having bitch Tourette's. Bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are a few others. Like there's stuff. And, and you know, stuff other, and things. <laughs> well, Rainbow Road was quite a good one from the game. That's mm. not relevant to the the film. That wasn't meant to be Rainbow Road, was it? Well, I think so. Well, it's a, it's a road it that it's rainbow colours. I mean, <laughs> yeah. well, what else can it be? And there's a striking similarity in the barriers to how they look in the Mario Kart games. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Boo boo. <laughs> And there's pipe, the, the you know, stills as leave the game animation is to jump in a big green pipe. And Kim's is the Kirby star. Oh, and Kim's is the Kirby star, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then Scott's is basically Mega Man. Yeah. Disappearing to a pillar of light thing. I don't know what Ramona's is referencing, because she jumps into her own bag and then that flies off. That's just <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that's the bag of holding, isn't it, again? It's a reference to something, I'm sure. Because, like, hammer space is technically where, Actually, like, that might car- be... cartoon characters get hammers just from behind their backs, isn't yeah. it? They don't have a bag. Like, they it just there. sort of appears, yeah. <laughs> I, d- I didn't question it before, but what the fuck is... Seriously, where does hammer space come from? Hammer space it's is another It's another dimension where ham- where cartoon characters can pull hammers out <laughs> of. So there's the three normal dimensions, and then there's also hammer space where you can pull hammers out <laughs> of from behind your back. <laughs> Actually. I think that bag thing might be a reference to, like, well, you know, there's a bit of maybe there's maybe too obscure for it to be the actual answer, but it's like Felix the Cat yeah. had a game as well where his bag turns into shit and he had a habit of jumping into it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, there's the luggage from Discworld, isn't there? <laughs> you don't want to jump into that though. It's that bigger on the inside. Not really. It does the inside changes. Right. So some, it's like you put stuff in it and then when you open it again, it's just empty, but it's not bigger. It's just like, it only has that same amount of volume, it's just a different volume. Right. So it's like uh, desktop spaces. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, I'll switch to another one. <laughs> Mysterious. I did think, like, when Lucas Lee was going down the rails in Scott Pagan, on the rails! <laughs> He's <laughs> home on the rails. Well, well, that wasn't the immediate <laughs> reference, so. actually, but the, the, the speedometer in the top corner did look awfully lot like F-Zero's style. Hmm. You know, how I didn't you, even how, see that. How it goes into the panels. You haven't seen the film? No, I mean, it's not in the game, though. No, it's not in the game. Oh, it should have been. Film. Well, it's only a short-ass rail in the game rather than an epically long one That's as true. it is in the film. <laughs> which makes it's about them, four foot. Which makes the, the, game. the game make slightly less sense. Yeah, which more like... sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like you just tried to defeat the boss by getting him to grind the currently shot round. Although you were right, the pause music is a thing from Battletoads. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were right about that. Hmm. Screw Attack recently voted it the hardest NES game. Ever. Bastards. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, if you see in any of Angry Video Game Nerd, you know there are some ones that are hard just by being so crap that you just can't make the <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they specifically said they didn't count those. Oh, right, like okay. Games that are crap. 
hard because they're shit. Was that Action 52 or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Cheetah Man. Cheetah Man game looks like something we would have made on Gaze Fest. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like that terrible platforming movement. Yeah. Oh, Apart from instead of the jumping in the air bug that Cheetah had had, we would have had the sticking to, sticking ceiling, to the ceiling. Right? <laughs> yeah, the that... Gaze Factory platform movement bug. That, that was pretty common, wasn't it? They still haven't made a better platform movement, I don't think. So I tried to it. abuse that, didn't I, in my blob platformer. Oh, yeah, yeah, to make it a mechanic of the game. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. That blob thing was cool. Apart from your blob, it's like we, I made a blob game which was a different idea. But your blob was like huge. Yeah, it was like it was it was a really weird looking character because it was like a huge red oval and it had these tiny little eyes and legs. <laughs> <laughs> it was like cool spot and like growing massively. Yeah, like, wasn't it? Your fat spot. It was like donut spot. Yeah, donut spot. <laughs> oh, seriously, if if you haven't done it already, if you finished Uncharted two. Unlock Donut Drake. It's the funniest fucking thing we've seen in a while. Yeah, it was pretty hilarious. It makes Drake super fat and lowers his voice. Yeah, so he's just like this big chub guy, but he's still doing all the actions and crazy stuff. It just looks hilarious. And then play the Urban Warfare level, so when you jump from on sides and they break, it looks more like he's just... Yeah, as, as the world is disintegrating <laughs> around him, it looks decidedly more likely. Because he's huge! He's just using his weight to crush the environment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was the classic um, takedown from behind that looked hilarious when Donut Drake jumped on the dick. Just like, Slabs, mama. We're about coming to the end of this, aren't we, towards the end? Yeah, pretty Start, much. Say, Everybody lean forward and get louder, yeah. Yeah, so we're all going to get louder. <laughs> so, yeah. one other game I did play was, we're about to watch, and these guys haven't seen The Room with Tommy Wiseau, but I'm going to educate them. If you don't know, it's one of the worst films ever made, but it's so bad that it's consistently funny all the way through. Wiseau for Shizzo. Yes, it's <laughs> super awesome, so watch it. If you, and if you have... If you have already seen it, then go on Newgrounds, and the guy who founded Newgrounds has spent a lot of time and love and effort to make a Flash adventure game based on the film The Room, (laughs) which works surprisingly well. It follows the story, even fills in some bits that you don't, like some of the ridiculous loose plot threads actually ties them up like what happens to the guy who disappears halfway through the film and, and to, only to be replaced with another actor in the final scenes like, <laughs> it's because the guy obviously got pissed off and he's like I can't be bothered to do this anymore so Tommy was always like oh you could be this other character who fills in as that guy's role anyway he gets run over by a car in the game so you get to see what happens to him by the drug dealer guy anyway play that go on new grounds and play that if you've seen the room and if you haven't seen the room go watch it it is awesome. <laughs> For all the wrong reasons. I'm especially looking forward to the awkwardly long sex scenes you described. Yeah, there's about three of them and they're just so excruciating. And as I was saying, the third one has like repeated footage from the first one, I think. Does it have 70s porn music? <laughs> yeah, it has really bad music Sweet. all the way through. Yeah. I think it has <laughs> porn music. No, it's not quite that. No, it's like really cheesy romantic sort of music. It's just... every. <laughs> It'll be worse than that. I believe me. <laughs> we could just mic you up right now and it would be better than the score for the actual film. But yes, the room, the flash game. And then there's the cut. That's what it does sound like. from? I don't know. It's from Homestar. 
Is it? It's, oh, yeah, it's it is. The, it's the dangerous. Oh, dangerous. <laughs> dangerous too. <laughs> what the hell has happened to... Who knows? The guy, the brother's chaps. They died or something. No, no. It's the internet. They, it, that's I think, the I default think, response. I think, one of them had a, I think one of them had a baby or something. Who, what, where? That makes the sense. brother's chaps are the guys who make Homestar Runner. Ah. And um, along <laughs> with the girl who does the voice of... The default response for yeah. any any website where it hasn't updated for several months is whoever was running. They died. died. <laughs> oh yeah, they died. <laughs> they died. <laughs> no, they're still alive and selling merchandise, just not making any funky cartoons. Should we spend the last four minutes of our experimentation idea? Think of a term that no in gaming that no might not know the answer of what it means, and see what we come up with. You well, know this what, isn't going to work because now you put us on the spot the thing of a word, and we're just going to come up with shit. So I, I like I asked, what's a gib? <laughs> Right. Do you know what a gib is? Alternative gimp. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a gimp. <laughs> okay. So how would it be different from a gimp? It's a bit crap. <laughs> crap. It's like a crap gimp. <laughs> okay. right. A gimp who is crap at their job is a gimp. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, well, that worked. Well, that worked quite well. A northern crap gimp <laughs> is a gimp. <laughs> <laughs> Bring out the gib. <laughs> the gib sleeping. Gib like. <laughs> like, yeah. What's the release word? <laughs> Bring out gimp. Bring out gimp. <laughs> no, oh, sorry, gib. It's gib. Anyway. Any I'm other? going to gib. <laughs> Did you think of any other, other um, gaming related terms? See, MVP. What does MVP stand for? That's not even a gaming thing, really. No, so. not really, but it's... It's, a, it's American sports thing. Yeah. Uh, new vocational... No, MVP. Oh. Motion voice... <laughs> Motion <laughs> voice... <laughs> voice, <laughs> voice <laughs> there we go. That's our answer there. <laughs> it's most valuable player. It's from American football. Why don't you just give each other gold star? You didn't call it most valuable... <laughs> Well, what's a frag? <laughs> a frag. Frag, F-R-A-G. It has multiple meanings, but yes. Pick one. I suppose it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, because the actual meaning is, you know... Is it a shortening? No. No, it's well, not. Well, yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it's one that? of the meanings. One of the meanings is a shortening. One a of them isn't. Yeah, that is the shortening. Yeah, one of the meanings is a frag is the shortening of fragmentation grenade. Oh, frag! That—that's the modern meaning of frag, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's or the, yeah, but it's not because it's related to the other meaning, isn't it? Well, that urban myth. Because in the olden days, happens. in olden days, a frag meant a, a kill in a game. Like if you killed another player, you scored one frag in Quake. But yeah. now that's old hat. But the old, <laughs> uh, the old urban myth, which may or may not have happened, is where that word originated from in like Vietnam. Where if, oh, if, yeah, you, if you disagreed your with your club to the officer, you stuck a frag grenade in and killed them. Okay. <laughs> Shall we all go over there and shout one minute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'll do it because I'm nearest. Okay. Oh, yeah, we can turn around and just shout at the wall. One minute! One minute! One minute! <laughs> <laughs> and now we all have to come sit down again. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed our first ever... All in one room podcast of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't believe you remembered to call it that. Oh, yeah, no. In the Doom room. In the Doom room. And uh, normal service shall be resumed shortly. I shall be away again. Theoretically. And we'll all be on the Team Speak again, and I'll actually be able to play some games. So <laughs> maybe we should do another one of these in short succession, like maybe not in a few days, but after Dan has had a chance to rape my PS3. Yeah. 
Not literally. No, no. <laughs> no, I'm glad you cleared that up. It's, it's a slot loader, not a slut loader. In fact, I'm not going to even use that as an analogy or a euphemism. Would be awful. <laughs> 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 is that, on that note. Yeah, on that, that note. note. <laughs> on, the, on that note, on the rape of PS3s, <laughs> we are about to end. Goodbye from me. Oh, like six seconds ago. Let's do a countdown. Oh, wait. Too late. I talked about it.